This week in league, Bryce Cartwright relying on measles to do the job on the second child, or as he calls it, nature's coat hanger. Wayne Bennett reveals if he feels homesick for his son, he just shuts his eyes and listens to Sam Burgess eat custard. Following the off-season, Matt Lodges emerged as the early favourite for the 2019 Ken Stephen medal. Plus, we look ahead to round one of the 2019 NRL season. All that and more this week in league. Welcome to episode 309 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm having a fucking cunt of a time trying to figure out how the fuck I used to sit and fucking have the microphone and shit and read notes and stuff. Hey, happy 2019. (laughs) How was your off season? Look, my off season was eventful for a normal person, not... Not so from NRL standards. Receptacle palooza standard, is that what you're saying in that respect? Or actually other stuff? Look, I had some highs and I had some lows. Ins and Um, outs? Ins and outs. Ups and downs. I had some wisdom teeth removed. Didn't that happen during the season or you had that happen again? No, that was was off-season. Was that Did we not talk about it? I feel like we spoke about like sitting in this position speaking about it. I don't know. I don't fucking know. That was a long time ago. yeah, I had some terrible receptacle encounters whilst on. Oh no, because that was receptacle. Yeah, fuck. Endo. Okay, I feel um, I feel like that. I feel like that happened in the season. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm losing. I've lost lost track. I'm sure the listeners will let yeah. us know though, because they keenly follow the exploits. So I'm, I'm terribly sorry to any receptacles that I either stood up or. I don't want to fucking call you something. I just keep. I, I keep. Always keeps slipping out. But I just don't want to fucking ruin your shit. <laughs> It, uh, you know, yeah, there's, there's some receptacles I I ghosted and never saw and others I spit mouth pus into, so. <laughs> so, <laughs> did, you, did we ever get a ruling on that story that you told me on Super Bowl Day? <laughs> is that story going to see the show or is that story yeah. like a... Yeah, eventually. Gonna, eventually? Yeah. Oh, so you're going to Saguna it? No, just not. Right, and we're not opening 2019 <laughs> with my fucking. It's a pretty good fucking. It's, a, it's a pretty good. It's a. It's a. It's an epic tale of fucking no. emasculation, and. <laughs> no, I'm in a shit cunt mood today. Are you? Well, I've come here straight from the airport. Yeah. I flew in from Sydney. Yeah. And I've been up since the fucking ass crack of dawn. All yep. this work shit to do. Get yep. to the airport. Fly back. Yep. And I thought, oh fuck, great. I'll fall asleep on the plane. Get a bit of rest. Come here, do the show. Yep. So it's a, a ten past seven flight. Okay. So it's dark outside. It's yep. Pitch black. Yep. I'm sitting there. I've got my noise cancelling fucking headphones and my sunglasses on at night. Yep. Making fucking snoring sounds. Making it pretty clear that you're asleep. Yeah. And the fucking cockhead in the middle seat. Who's little Timmy first time on an aeroplane by himself? Oh, there's like a, actually a little kid, or you're saying he's just no, like you, a, some little okay. millennial fuck. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. We know how they go. Some little fucking rat bag. Fucking rat bag. Just, I wanted to fucking boot him, but um, elbows me in the fucking ribs, wakes me up, and I don't wake up well at the best of times. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm, well, fucking hang on. Why is someone waking me up here? He's woken me up to ask me if I wanted some fucking cheese and crackers. 
to which I've looked around and this poor fucking horrified stewardess is realising that he doesn't know me yeah. and she's asked him if I want some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, the air waitresses know. Like, they'll, they they know when people are like, okay, that guy's not interested. Yeah. He's, he's flying and he's sleeping. Yeah. But it must have been like, you know, both in button-up shirts yeah. on a plane and, like, he looked fucking too baby-faced to be flying by himself. Or- Ask your power top. If you want some fucking cheese and crackers. So, yeah, and then I get to fucking Queensland, and yeah. it's hot as a cunt up here. Still. And it, I blamed on these fucking greens who had every opportunity to scare people into line, and they chose to call it fucking global warming, <laughs> which sounds fucking lovely. If they'd have called it fucking constant cunt shrooms... Fuck me. Anyway. You finished? Yes. That's my rant. <laughs> Fucking millennial cunts waking me up on planes. <laughs> so, uh, so, you had a, so, you, so, so you had a good off-season then? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, I, uh, What did you do in your off-season? I can't remember. It was such a fucking long time ago. Um, oh, I went to Japan. Yeah. That's right. I went overseas. Had a great fucking time. Went to fucking... Rape anyone? Look, I didn't this time. Kept it under control. Yep. I mean, the urge was strong. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a big footy fan. You mi- and mi- you know- miss any sort of Japanese candy you tried to get back here? Like, you know, the, the weird, strange little <laughs> box of beans they have? <laughs> I did, uh, yeah. I did, uh, did get a lot of... Uh, bring a lot of Japanese candy back. Yeah, some of which I passed on to your son, and uh, but yeah, no, it was, a, it was a fantastic trip to Japan. Uh, it's it's one of my happy places to go to, and um, used to live there, and it brought back all the memories of living there. And you know, when you're there, like you know, for a couple of weeks, it's like long enough for all the language to come back, or you know, most of it, like enough to the point where, like, if we're catching a cab somewhere, where I could just you know, if we're on a half hour cab cab ride, I can have a conversation with the driver the whole time through like about all sorts of you know whatever shit we want to talk about and um so it's long enough to get up to that standard but then it's you know then you're like it's time to go and you're like oh fuck uh yeah i could actually live there and uh again but now it's probably too far <laughs> it's probably too late to retrain everybody in the family and i think it'd be climate change i think it'd be a, bit, a big shock to the children to to go to japanese school but um well, yeah, yeah it was great and be- uh to try to go through puberty and learn how much golden syrup you got to pour on someone to let a golden retriever lick it off their arsehole. I don't know if they were talking about the same country right now. Fucking stop it. <laughs> like, I mean, I feel I feel if you were going to make a reference to like, yeah, so, yeah you could have gone down the you know, tentacles or, you know, something like, you know, something like that. Yeah, that's not normal to be fucking to, to you know gang banged by a fucking tentacle monster or something of that nature. Oh, well, that's in the movies. That's not realistic. Oh, well, movies, comic books, <laughs> cartoons, church, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Shinto temples. Um, yeah, um, got a uh, a message from uh, K Dog underscore eighty six, and he said, uh, "Give a shout out to first time listener this year," and his Twitter handle is K underscore Whopper. Uh, there's W O P P A. He's a shit cunt, Brisbane Broncos and Queensland supporter, but get around him anyway. And uh, yeah, as I said, as I said to uh, Kiel on the on on the tweet, 
Yeah, you really fucking yeah. Well done, good job selling him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I guess. Horrid. I guess. Shout out to you, uh, Mister Mister K Whopper, and uh, look forward to you having a, a terrible fucking time this season for both club and state level. Yes. Um, some also fucking pretty good shout outs over the off season. With the, what was that? I like Apple iTunes. Show us yeah, your yeah. They sort of like the Apple Podcast Twitter account uh, just just put out a very generic thing and said, "What's your favorite podcast?" or "What are your favorite podcasts?" Yeah. or you know whatever. And tons of people, um, far too many to name, uh, very kindly uh, mentioned us. Um, I'm not sure to what end they tweeted it. Like you know, like the Apple Podcast thing. I think it was just. Just straight engagement, really. Just an engagement fodder. Yeah, but I, th- uh, I think they had a new work experience kit at Apple yeah. Podcast. So <laughs> it's, um, but yeah, thank you, thank yeah. you, everyone, everyone who continually, um, you know, supports the show and everything like that. Thank you for and doing a so. Of, and a what, bunch of people I'd never seen before. A lot of I can uh, tweet at the show now and again. Like you know, it was great of you to give us a shout out officially to when people ask the question. But you know, fucking hell, and answer some questions, ask some questions, talk. Yeah, yeah, and uh, get in, get in, uh, get in the uh, Facebook group as well because that was the one constant over the off season that, that pretty it pretty much popped the whole the whole time, really, which is um, surprising to start with because Twitter uh, NRL Twitter really does shut down over the break. Yeah, it does. Um, it, it, it just turns into a yeah you know, a real cunty sort of place, which uh, I'm not a massive fan of. Um, but the group though was um, for the most part uh, very well behaved and. Uh, and just kept it popping, and there was a lot of people there, uh, you know, people like Timmy McIntyre and stuff, who, who would post stuff, you know, put you know, NRL-related articles in there, you know, every day, a couple of times a day, you know, whatever, yeah. whenever they sort of came out, and kept things moving around, so I appreciate that. Um, and uh, I don't know, I mean, is there anything else you want to get into before we fucking get into the, the stuff that everyone's been waiting for? Uh, people have been waiting for, well, I can't say they've been waiting for months, but this... <laughs> fucking off season like for me like i'm all about that shit nrl chaos i love nrl chaos i've uh, i like this is the first time i have fucking pants on for god knows how long i mean because the the nrl chaos has fucking beaten me down to a little fucking nub in any other off season yep if you had one of the games most high-profile uh, players, yes, who a couldn't get a fucking contract anywhere. That's news, right? That's that's news right there. Yeah, but that player goes out and decides to invent his own brand of misogynistic juicy fruit. Well, he literally, he literally ate the pussy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, there's, there's just no other way to allegedly, allegedly, look, allegedly, allegedly, but. <laughs> The, the poor the, the poor girl winds up requiring medical attention because because yeah. fucking Hannibal Lecter here has, has decided to eat the pussy and and good on her though for going into the emergency room like you know the old the the when there's people with stuff stuck up their ass it's just, oh I, I fell on it you know yeah I slipped over and my TV remote was sitting upright on my floor because that's how I leave it. <laughs> And I landed on it. It's oddly specific, but yeah. I got out of the bath and accidentally sat right on my hairdryer. Um, fuck, good on it. There was, yep. there was no story. It was just Jared Hayne. 
But the point that you were starting off to make there was that any other season, that story there is such a monumental it's fucking- the story. It is like a gigantic story that carries all the way through the entire summer, off-season, yep. into, the, into the, the new season. And you know what? Motherfuckers forgot about this story. That happened after the grand finals- like no, that, that, that evening. It happened grand final night. Yeah, the, the evening. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and so, so that's the thirtieth of September that happened. Oh, there was a line, and it just fucking disappeared. Should have had that at the beginning of the show. What's that? Put it out there now. It's too late now. Yeah. I mean, it's done. So, what is it? Well, this week in league was chasing fat Brittany. Jared Hayne was in Newcastle eating fat Clitney. Uh, oh, oh, that could be the title. If I can, the fact Clinton could be the title. Look, if nothing else happens from now to fucking whenever we finish this show, that that could that could be the. Uh... Oh, where where was that an hour ago? Count dead set. Oh, we struggled. We Fuck, it took a long time to like. There, there was there was an actual moment there when we'd been labouring over those fucking lines for half an hour, where I was thinking maybe you know. New season, change of format, fresh slate, yeah. change of format. Let's just fuck off those three because because fuck knows every week it's it's always a, well sometimes well sometimes they're, they're quick but like five times a season we'll bust them out in ten minutes yeah that's it the other times we like struggle and like we're gonna kill ourselves so um but it all started off I mean the, it, it was thrown in a group it was some article on the Guardian I think I've just copied and pasted the text so I don't remember where it was from but they very kindly. Uh, laid out a timeline of events mm. which ended a week ago so there have been some additions since then because of course why not this off season is amazing it started off with the just let's just do a quick recap and we're not going to go through all of these individual issues just pipe in where you want um 4th of september it all kicked off with the doggies players and you know we spoke about this on the show last which year I obviously it's happened a month i think that's a fucking stretch adding that in there i think well it's, but the thing is it was um they were charged they were charged, were charged and there was a significant so were, fine, yeah, $250,000 fine, yep. which is quite frankly, like probably some of the, the, the most harsh punishment we've seen thus far out of everything that's happened in the off season. Yeah. And yet that is possibly by far the, the most innocuous. Non- innocuous. Fucking, yeah, yeah. That one's literally and, boys and boys will be boys. And when it- Like in the sense where you're not trying to yeah. say- And when it takes somebody- with a fucking spy drone. Like, in, yeah. you know, you would be hung in the Middle East for doing what this guy did. Yeah. Um, so, oh, no, you wouldn't be hung. You'd be fucking put in jail for 10 years like that. Who was that Australian guy that came home? Who's in Cambodia? That's not even <sighs> the Middle East. I have no idea. Fuck, it's a good start to the year. <laughs> what the fuck are you even rambling on? There was that Australian guy. He was in jail in Cambodia. What did he do? He had a drone. Okay. And he was accused of being a spy. Okay. I, I, I'm not really up on the... I've, I've lapsed my subscription for this week in drones. <laughs> uh, so then Jared Haynes eat the pussy. Um, then can, the, I just, can I just add to that? The Jared, very next day. You've got to remember, Jared Hayne is still facing a sexual assault charge in America. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a is that a civil is that a civil one over there? That, that's a, that's like the the money the yeah, money one, not the a, criminal one. There's right? a jury trial set for January 2020. Yeah. But that's that's like that's yeah. that's going to cost him money. That's yes. not, yeah, rather that's than, rather than his liberty, where yes. this one's likely to, yes. you know, potentially. I mean, who fucking knows that this? You know, with the way that yeah. the the uh, sentencing is these days. Um, then, so the very next day, uh, Greg Inglis, 
is uh, charged with uh, speeding and drink driving. He was fucking well over. What do they call it? High range? Mid range? High range. Oh, the, what I've got here just says drink driving, but I think he was... It was a it was like it was a fairly high reading from what I remember. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it felt like you'd be pretty pissed still. Like you know, and, and just basic basic biology says that a, a dude his size, how tanked he because I mean this yeah. happened like well after he would have stopped drinking too. Yeah. I mean it was and like I, I'm. I've probably said, I wouldn't have said it on a show, or maybe I did say it on a show because I mean, this probably happened before the end of you know the last episode of the season as well. But you know, like I've had I've had situations where friends we've been on the piss, yep, pulled the pin at like you know not not crazy o'clock, like you know maybe three, yep, and then he's then we woke up the next morning and he's gone to drop one of the other guys off at a train station at ten yep. thirty, got RBT and fucking done, you know so. So for Greg Inglis, I mean yeah yeah like you're saying big guy, and this it was a very high reading there. from memory. Is that he was at probably one of the purest rugby league traditions, yeah, left, left All, outside the professional game, and also like a a, a personal milestone, yeah, a peak for him because I mean he only just he, he did not long, yep, you know, got the Australian captaincy, and he's at an Indigenous league carnival, yep, you know, it, yeah, yep. it was just all sorts of wrong. Okay, so then we move to the stuff that happened after we were off the air. Um, we had this one. I don't even fucking remember, but um, Parramatta, uh, Jamin Salmon. Do you remember this one? I don't even remember this one. Kind he, of flipped he, his car. Yeah, yeah, flipped his car. Hit three parked vehicles. So he's uh, he's been stood down, fined ten grand. Twenty uh, fourth of November. We had an uneventful month and a half almost. Uh, so then we had Zane Musgrove and Liam Coleman uh, doing an indecent, allegedly indecent uh, assault at Coogee Hotel, and uh, yeah, they're in, not guilty. In an instance, when they say. When you got two young men charged mm-hmm. with assaulting the same woman, yeah, that reeks of fucking dodginess. Yeah, yeah. So then we fast forward to I, the- I blame Pasco for fucking. Of course, he was that still, Musgrove cunt. He was still out there. He was still there at the time. I mean, it's, yeah, it's exactly. clearly his fault. Happened on his watch. Yep. Um, although I'm, I'd, <laughs> I would hope that then, then, then Gus Gould has a lot of watching that he, that he was derelict in later on. We'll get to it. Um, okay, so okay, so we had Jacob Sofidi get a broken leg after getting knocked out. He's the fucking poorest cunt in all this. <laughs> he lost a fight. Lost a fight and broke his... And 25K. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I saw the UFC the, the other day where a guy, where Tim Means, saying he, he got hit. Yeah, ultimately was like knocked down, but his foot just sort of got caught under it, you know. Like we, and then he, so he ended up, you know, like sort of breaking his ankle or you know something, as well as crazy. Uh, right. Okay, yeah. uh, Dylan Walker on the sixth of December, mm-hmm. he's a common assault that he was charged with, uh, following alleged domestic violence at home. Um, he uh, pleaded not guilty. His partner retracted the statements. Um, apparently, pulled her hair. So, so to be more specific threw her to the ground by her hair while she was holding their baby. Well, allegedly. According to witness statements. Well, according to the newspapers. I mean, like, the witness. Are we fucking turning into <laughs> cereal here? Yeah. Mail Kimp. <laughs> Dylan Walker didn't remember what happened that day. I'm sure he remembers exactly. What all he knows like, is that her. all of a sudden, Nothing happened. police were around him and he was screaming. I just wanted to play PlayStation. <laughs> I just wanted to get it this week on cereal. Um, so that's that's fucking, pending. What a human piece of so shit! So he's standing. He stood stood down as well. So um, do you know what? Yeah. Okay. So 
there's no. Mo- I mean, obviously that that this that one has to play out um, in court as, as you know as Jared Hayne does, and then we follow like that one literally a week later. Then there's a Jack the Bell and come and have a go incident, where he's uh, he's been charged with the aggravated sexual assault and uh, because if rape isn't bad enough, spit roast of some girl mm-hmm. and, and hold uh, her down while your fucking Reggie's mate has a go too. So he's like, I mean, yeah, the thing here I have is this brief paragraphs, but he's alleged to have like sort of, you know, what, forearm across the throat sort of situation, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, young lady goes in to use the bathroom. Yeah. And comes out and he's starkers. Yep. So all all of a sudden she's in a bad place. Yep. And and it gets much worse. So So then we go, uh, yep. The only one about DeBellin, right? He's gone through all of this shit and he was going to go to court and fight the fucking the the, 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 band, yeah, the standing down the, the only thing I'm hoping here just so there's some fucking shred of maybe salvageable person in him is that that's all legal advice that's all his lawyer saying no matter what happens you need to huff and puff this is and the process we're pro- going to follow you protest and you're innocent and this is unfair and you've been yep because otherwise that. He's wasting a lot of money and every bit of you know public goodwill, you know PR yeah. goodwill you could possibly That's garner. It. You know, obviously with the allegations he's facing, it's 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 very difficult to yeah pull anything positive. You know, yeah. uh, you know out of out of the out of the PR machine before things yep. go to trial. However, you'd squander a lot of it. Yeah, because that's that's gen that's the general sentiment. It's just like fucking take you know. And then there's the other side where they're like, well, wow, I mean, he's really kicking and screaming, mate. And this is this is, this is the element that I think I feel like it's worked on, where they're like, wow, he's really kicking and screaming. Maybe, you know, maybe that's the innocent, you know, that's the innocent guy. I don't know. But- Look, he, here's my thing. I saw a lot of discussion in the off-season about, well, how do clubs deal with this? Yeah. People asking, will there be salary cap relief if a player stood down pending a rape trial? Yeah. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I think the game should come out and just unequivocally say, and they've come close to this with their no, yeah. no fault stand. Finally, but just close. say the issue of fucking domestic violence and men who are known to women killing them mm-hmm. is bigger than a game of football. And all Jack DeBellin has to come out and say is, "I intend to plead innocent in court." Mm-hmm. However in respecting that the issue of domestic violence in this country is bigger than the game of rugby league, I will stand down. Yeah. Or he said, or he said I will, you know, I, I will, you know, you know, I, I'll accept the decision. Yep. You know, I, or I accept that, you know, the, that the policy of the NRL is to, yep. is to stand me down and I'll have my day in court. I, That's I, plan, it. I plan to plead not guilty and I protest That's my it. innocence, blah, blah, blah. However, yep. I understand However, why the rules yeah. in place and, you know, therefore, you know, I accept it and yep. whatever. That's yep. it. Yeah, and and this, and yeah. like and I like I get it. I, I see I see all the sides. Yeah. I mean this issue. This, I mean the issue is a is a, uh, a it's a tricky issue. I mean I would like to say the NRL just to go fucking bam, just like instant stand down. But then you get the situations where you have the railroads, like Brett Stewart, for example, where he actually was he did get stood down. Oh, look, and then the it thing. turned, and then and then that t- then when the, the jury go, deliberates for like forty five minutes to throw it out because they're like, well, this is fucking bullshit. Brett, Brett Stewart, he was pretty much an Al Capone case. Well, if he if he had the thing with Brett Stewart is, 
when he uh, he was like he was stood down for like you know like a couple of weeks, and then he came then he came back and played, and then then he got injured. If the fact I, I think it would have looked even worse if he ha- hadn't got if he hadn't got injured. Because that injury sort of made him sort of stood, you know what I mean? Like it sort of made him yeah. that he was stood down, even though he yeah, wasn't. That's it. And um, but it's yeah, he's, he's an Al Capone case. Like Al Capone killed fucking hundreds of people, <laughs> but he went to jail for tax evasion. <laughs> Brett Stewart's just a fucking cunt human, so it all works out. The universe, the universe finds a way. Um, yeah, I. But so, so someone's saying he's like the, the sorry the stand the standout thing I, like I I get that and in, in the perfect world that's that would just just be the way it is but also I understand I understand the flip side as well I don't really have a strong opinion either way on what the answer is other than to say see, he's, he's it's a fucking thing. shit situation yeah and cause, you know because you know what I've got no fucking like loyalty to the game as a thing either I'm not no. I'm not employed by it or anything like you know anything like that. And you know what? You're going to get cases like Brett Stewart where it's a fucking extortion thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to get cases like Hazem El-Masri mm-hmm. where a, ju- a jury finds that he has nothing to answer for and yep. it was all made up. Yep. Cool. You know what? There's a fucking price you pay and life's not fair. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm not fucking skilled enough or big enough to, to play professional sport for a living. Yep. Boo fucking who? Life's not fair. You know? <laughs> As some of my favourite podcasters say, there's no Jews in the NBA. <laughs> um, you stand down. You say yep. that the fucking issue is bigger than the game or the team or me. Yep. And, and I've missed six games. Yep. Boo fucking who. Yep. That's yeah, And like I said, like I said, so, you know, I assert my innocence. Yep. I will defend this and you know, plead not guilty, blah, blah, blah. However, Yep. Mm. And you know, and and a lot of the problem from for, of this whole thing starts not the actual commission of these alleged crimes, but the handling of it. I mean, it just comes down to the fact that we, you know, poor leadership for a number of years in the in the NRL. They've had a couple of these cases where they could have used them. They yeah. could have solidified their position on this sort of stuff yep. a lot more years ago. And then when this this one happens, they can just go boom. Yeah, crush, crush, it. crush, stand down, stand down, and you just know it's all done. But no, they've had to fucking redo it on the fly because when yeah. the, the Debellum one is about, what did I say? It's about, about the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's the eighth incident I have on this list here and we're not even fucking halfway through and, it. And, and they've only just solidified yeah. what they're doing like yesterday or today or something. So, Oh, yeah, they, they solidified it. They had you know, obviously had to take legal advice on what yeah. they can't do. Yeah, but what, what I mean is like they've, they've, rea- they've reacted during you know since christmas yeah they've reacted to this yep. to this, this this sort of situation which is what's the next one you've got uh we got the um the scuffle at the cronulla sailing club and uh the the, the, the sharks side being banned from there yep. um that's you know that's a fucking yeah. minor thing really uh <laughs> Miles christmas early. christmas day we've got uh we've got uh brisbane's uh miles taoelli shattering a man's jaw with a coward punch just after he made himself <laughs> uh, made himself into the uh, Broncos top thirty celebration, and uh, so he's so he's actually got he's jailed for two years and contract torn up. It is does that mean he's got prize, or is it these days just a coward punch or land you in jail? I have a feeling that after the whole David Hooks thing and the the, the lad down in Oxford Street, who, was he who, killed with a right hook? Oh, uh, don't know. That's and they just call them coward punches, don't they? I mean, they don't say whether it was like a sick fucking up. Yeah, I know. Or- but if <laughs> if Hook was killed with it, yeah, hook, yeah. That, I call that the Rosie effect. <laughs> I think you should tread carefully. 
But then we had that. Yeah, I think it was it was the the hooks one kind of started the whole coward punch thing, yeah, and then and then and it was that uh, the, that Kieran Lovery's a fucking Fafita's mate. Yeah, that cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when it really started to you know. Then they started to get heavy on the sentencing and shit. Yep. So yeah, yeah makes um, sense. Boxing Day, not slapping day, but Tao Tao Monga slapped a taxi driver allegedly. He's uh oh he's in court next week. Okay, so we'll get. I'll to- tell you what though, just in in speaking about these, yes. What I heard was that Tao Tao Moga was in a cab. Yep. And there was a taxi driver who was saying racist, homophobic, bigoted, terrible things. Um, Where'd you hear mentioned, that? Mentioned that, you know, he sided with Cardinal Pell and thought he was a good individual. <laughs> and, and Tao Tao Moga slapped the no good fucking son of a bitch taxi driver. Whereas the next incident was a poor old Uber driver who was apparently on their way to, to donate to orphans, um, then volunteer for the Smith family, and after that, just do, do a bit of a you know solo Clean Up Australia Day. And fucking Michael Cuntcam decided to fucking close fist him. Like, not even a slap. Like, close fist punches a good Samaritan. I just feel like you're... Um like an Uber driver is a small business owner. You're trying a small to smash, business you're, you're is the trying, engine of Australia. You're trying. You're basically you're going all in to to smash Michael Cheekham because he plays for the West Tigers. Not anymore. He doesn't. And you're <laughs> piece of shit. Well, he still he still does. Does he not? He didn't get sacked or anything. Oh, I suppose that's yeah. in the Tigers' mo. Fucking I'm not even sure he's been. He didn't even get slid down. The yeah, I mean he's been charged and stuff, but I don't think I haven't seen anything come of that one yet. But then, but but to do that though. You're siding and yeah you know, with Newcastle. Yeah, I'm happy enough with that. All right. Uh, then we go to Scott Bolton. Oh, that was the one that happened. That happened sort of mid-season last year, but then it all wrapped up on the 7th of January. He pleads guilty, 12-month good behaviour bond, and I believe his NRL- His walk of shame. Sanctions are halved, is it? Yep. Because he's uh, during the during the magic weekend, he's going to address the leadership groups of every club or something, and yeah. about the dangers of, well, the which is know, about the, eight thousand players. About the fo- yeah, well, I mean, if they get, if they bring like you know the, the, the West <laughs> the West Tigers players into it, um, but yeah, the, so he's going, he's going to address them on the yep on the uh, unadvisability of yeah grabbing chicks on their pussy or whatever he did. Yeah, yeah, I'm, so. I'm not unhappy with that. I think yeah. I mean, the Walker Shane, the Walker Shane thing would have been better if he had to do it like after after he played them, you know, like well before they played them each week. So it's just like this, fucking, <laughs> just this thing. And like, I mean, because doing it the Magic Weekend, he gets to knock it all over in like a fucking day. He yeah, probably there'll be like some seminar. They'll be like, you know, be here on you know Friday afternoon at fucking three o'clock or something. And you know, Scott yeah. Bond's going to you know give his dissertation on not grabbing chicks on their pussy and. And, you know, it's just like they're all the, you know, it's, it's just it's just done. It's just one and done. Yeah. He has to get up there and it's going to fucking suck. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But also, his audience is like the most forgiving fucking audience for player transgression yeah, isn't it? that you could ever possibly get. A group of players. Oh, except maybe the RLPA. They seem pretty fucking forgiving. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to those cunts later too. Oh, um, better asked. 11th of January, the- uh, the start of the really good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Big puppy emerges on the global stage. 
Mark. The first, the, the first, uh, the, the the first couple of big puppy videos come out. So I guess the, so. The, there's the the first the one first one's the one with him, with him with him with yeah where where he's Doggy he's having style. sex with that chick. Yep. And um and then we've got then we've got the one where he gets there is the first three. I mean the timeline. I'm not there sure was, the timeline. I big, saw them. Was, big Papi was where he called himself Big Papi. There was the one where they do shadow boxing and he's fucking wanking off and shadow boxing and fucking yeah yeah. And then there's the one where he gets cleaned up. Like where he's yeah, and like, then there was the one where he's eating the fucking burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was four. Yeah, fuck. The sequence of them though is what I'm what I'm oh. hazy on. I'm think you know I'm thinking the sequence in which I saw them, and I'm not I'm not sure. Where we- yeah, that that one I was a little bit miffed by. Like, okay, that the the fact that there's a Facebook page asking for likes to release the video just seemed a bit fucking scummy. And look, when it comes to these video things, like, if everyone involved is happy for it to happen, yeah, then I've got no problem whatsoever with people making themselves a little video, you know, yep. to, to record a moment for posterity. That's it. Sharing it though, that's another, that's another fucking story. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I know, you know, let, let, let he who hasn't fucking filmed himself having sex with somebody cast a first stone. Sharing it's another story though. Yes, and once again. If everyone involved is cool, then, you know, go nuts. But I have a feeling in these situations, yeah. there's only one or two, you know, there's, there's a certain certain participant, rate, you know, role in these videos that don't even fucking know they've been shared. Yes, that's And that's it. where the big problem comes yep. into it. Yep, 100%. Um, but, you know, if you want to be eating burgers and getting fucking cleaned up by dudes, shoulder charges and, you know, fingering your ass while your mate's fucking, you know, Tysonizing himself in the front of the fucking telly, go nuts. <laughs> Fucking hell, come to grand final day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> stay in the stay in the stay in the gay house in Newtown. Fucking <laughs> grand final weekend. See what happens. Fun yeah. times. Um, you see all sorts of puppies. You know, <laughs> more puppies, big and small, <laughs> big and tall. <laughs> um, Corey Norman. Watching old mate snorting coke. Oh no! What watching an elderly gentleman snort a white powder? <sighs> yeah, okay. It was the fucking snuff Allegedly. peppermint shit they have at Oktoberfest. Of course yeah. it is. You know the funniest thing? Yep. They were Kmart plates, and I know because I had a set of them like ten years ago. <laughs> a random detail. So well, they're in this fucking you know million dollar fucking harborside apartment. Yeah. Ten dollar Kmart, fucking oh, they're not smart men. Yeah, no. More to the point, I think that is this. This, this that's an example of life skills of an NRL player. Yeah, they can they can see a place and it ticks all the boxes for whatever you know, like status, price. You know, if it's got a pool or whatever, it's got. Yeah. It. That's all cool. Oh fuck, now I've got to furnish the cunt. <laughs> IKEA and Kmart, let's rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> but um. Yeah, that's the, that white powder. I mean, you see that AFL dude as well. He's like, you know, snorting the white powder. Mm. And it's like, oh, it's this, you know, the shit they have Oktoberfest. Let me tell you, I've heard about this Oktoberfest powder before, but every time I've fucking smelled it, it didn't smell like peppermint to me, all right? <laughs> <laughs> they keep forgetting to flavor mine with the peppermint stuff. <laughs> and it makes me so angry for hours and hours and hours. And it's so much more expensive than they say. <laughs> First of February, Ben Barber, this fucking train wreck. Oh, fucking hell! He served his time. He's excelled 
in England. Gets his break in the NRL again. Comes back, signs for North Queensland Cowboys. Looking good. Doesn't even make it to round one before he starts smacking up his missus or fucking throwing rocks at her and shit yeah. on CCTV at a casino, at casino, which are possibly the most CCTV'd premises on earth. Yes. Um, you know, not a smart man. And then the no. post, the postscript to Barber, of course, is like, was it yesterday or today? He's he's gone mad dog on a fucking reporter who admittedly, you know, yeah, I get you'd be sick of getting, you know, this is like a, what, a month and a half after the fact. You'd be sick of reporters and stuff after you and badgering you. But at the same time, you've got to understand that you've done domestic violence in public on CCTV against your partner who allegedly, you never really copped the full wrath of what you did back in 2012 or when whenever it was either. covered it up for you. Yeah, exactly, where it should have been shit should have been nipped in the bud. And so then, sure, you're probably sick of the press and you're trying to move on or whatever. Yep. But at the same time, if a female reporter's coming towards you, you've got to understand the way things are going to look. And you can't mad dog on a fucking female reporter because you know that's what they're trying to get anyway. Yeah. And, uh... Dumb, yeah. um, it, and he apparently is going to stay. He's apparently like, oh, he's going to turn himself in for the for the CC. And but the the thing is, his his missus is not making a a complaint. So the best they can get with him is like a public nuisance thing. Yeah, that's it. So that's, that's and so I guess they will get that with him. But to what end? Did I know? Does he feel I, like if I he throws himself on his sword, he's going to be, be you know get a lifeline back to the NRL? And that's not going to happen. You fucking burn that bridge, man. Like, yeah, that's it. And given given the and. You know, and maybe if that was the only incident that happened in the entire off season, maybe he would. Maybe he wouldn't have got sacked straight away. Maybe he would have got stood down a little bit. Yep. But in light of the environment in which the NRL is currently operating, massively under siege because it's had like fucking twenty incidents in the off season. Yep. Zero chance of you return. I'll tell you. It seems to me that in. Most, if not all, of these cases, it's dickheads on the piss, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me, if let's say you and your missus had a contentious relationship, and you got a little bit fiery at times, you know, um, were, were prone to the odd blow up. Mm-hmm. You get a new job, mm-hmm. you move to a new city, yep, and you say, "Look, there's going to be a pool party at the casino." And all of my new workmates are going to be there. And all of their wives are going to be there. And it's a chance for us to get to know everybody. And, you know, you can know yep. some of the wives and I can this. And we're in a new city, yep. so we don't have any friends up here. And talk to other wives about now, the fact they don't vaccinate their fucking kids. Apparently that's going around. Yeah, the darn, I know that we're prone to the odd blow up. Can we please try and keep it together for three hours? That's way too much of a common sense approach when you're dealing with people that don't have any. Now, how about- That's you. You got the- See, you're, you're coming at it with the context of someone who has some fucking common sense. It- because you live in the real world. Well, if it's not cunts fucking drink driving and flipping their cars or, or getting done speeding- Yep. It's people, people getting into fights at pubs. It's brawls in fucking wherever. Mm-hmm. Or it's guys out on the piss- who get a bit of fucking courage and decide to get their kid off in front of a girl and yep. oh, don't worry, love, she'll be right. Come on, come on. Yeah, you like it, you like it. Yep. it you know, you, you look across at other sports and especially other professional sports, 
and they're dry. I'm sure they drink and I'm sure they do, you know, stuff now and again. But why is it that the booze is such a fucking problem with footy players? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, you know, I've, you know, I don't, I don't mind a drink and I, I haven't yeah, I found myself in a position where I've been fucking smacking any ladies. No, not at all. But you also don't have fucking, you know, a giant percentage more money than the average person your age. And yeah. you haven't been told your entire life that you're the fucking greatest thing since sliced bread. Oh, that that's that, that that's not true, actually. <laughs> Is that from your Japan days? <laughs> that was partially, yeah. Sliced bread, you click. <laughs> you are fucking racist, and your racism disgusts me. Racism. <laughs> Um, um, you know, it is that what it takes? Well, I don't think so because well, just prohibition a, has never worked in any in any 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 situation where it's ever been implemented in the history of the world, right? Then they'll then they then they'll be then they'll, then they'll be all all up on the on the fucking peppermint fucking. Oktoberfest marching powder. You know, give them all fucking doobies. No one's ever smoked a joint and smacked their wife. Yeah, not that I don't know of. It's hard to get fucking reliable data on that sort of thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, what if she like? What if? What if? What if she ate all the fucking cheesels? Like right when you fucking wanted those cheesels. <laughs> Then you just have a fucking ten minute dude monologue about man, you ate all the cheesels, man. <laughs> I mean, who eats the cheesels and doesn't replace them? It's a long way to the shops. Oh, Pete's man. gonna take thirty minutes, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, though, eats shit. Fucking um, Payne Haas, twentieth of February, stood down for four games. Uh, and fined $20,000 for failing to comply with an integrity unit investigation, which I think was around some sort of incident of the family thing, right? Yeah. Um, I fucking... He, uh, he I can't believe it. this one. I cannot fucking believe it. He uh, handled it like a G, as they say in well, Brisbane. Well, he was fined $20,000 yeah. by the Broncos. Yeah. He wasn't made to comply with the integrity unit investigation. No, no. It, it, you know, that that's like... It's like your kid punching my kid and you going, yeah, I'll find my kid $20,000. Fuck off. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. It's all, it's all sorted. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm, sorted. I'll discipline him at home. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, 28th of February. That's when the no fault policy uh, was announced and DeBellin was stood down. Yep. Uh, then they followed that up um, pretty quickly with uh, Walker getting stood down as well. Yep. Uh, Bolton got his five-game ban, yep. uh, which I think was 10 and 5 is when he does the Walker shame. And Napper cops a fine. And uh, Musgrove, from way back when, will not be registered. His, uh, his contract will not be registered. The, the interesting thing here is that Napper's copped a fine. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the one that filmed them. He may have been the one that leaked them, and he may have admitted to that. I don't know. I don't um, believe he has, though. I mean, well, no, sorry, I've not leaked them, but sent them to other players who allow them to be leaked. Yeah, and and the, the and the word is like you know there's a, there's a WhatsApp group you know featuring a number of players where they share this sort of shit around. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, Treehouse of Trust WhatsApp group. Fucking hell! 
Where clearly there's a couple of branches brief, that are brief. fucking broken there. Yeah, some wilted fucking... <laughs> um, you know, but he's he copped 10% of his annual... Fi- annual salary. Yeah. Tyrone May hasn't got anything yet. Yet, though. But, I mean, he's the next one. He's 5th of March. Can you believe it? It's only a fucking week since all this shit, Tyrone May shit started emerging. Oh, fucking It hell. feels like months. I can't believe no one caught MG's hands. <laughs> yet yes. but um yeah so he's 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 arrested charged with two counts of recording intimate image without consent and two counts of disseminating image without consent and then he stood down as well police you know i love you need to change that terminology from what to what well you know Ty- tyrone may was disseminating oh yeah. <laughs> well he was. I mean, <laughs> like, I understand what you're getting at, but I mean, it's the word, right? I mean, <laughs> I'm going to yell that out next time. There's some tickles there. There's a beeves and butter. You're just going to disseminate. <laughs> I'm disseminating. So that brings us up to the final. Like, that was the end of that article. Since that article, we've had, uh, as I mentioned, Ben Barber flying at the reporter, handing police, blah, blah, blah. Penny Terrapo stood down from the eels and he's potentially in line to be sacked. Um, for I believe being pissed on a flight or taking his own alcohol into a flight yeah. being pissed and cantankerous or whatever when, when confronted over it. Probably tried to um, wake someone up to fucking ask if they want cheese and crackers. Yeah, yeah well, you know, yep, and there's, uh, the, there needs to be an investigation to that as well. And then uh, Isaiah uh, Papali'i from Canberra, he stood down for round one, I believe, and um, I think what I heard was I think that he was yeah maybe done like a low range drink driving something like that yep and uh, so it looks like that's what they're doing internally with it at the moment uh, and honestly it's 11pm on Tuesday night and I'd be very fucking surprised if something hasn't happened in the last two hours while we've been fucking about <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just just to make sure that we are that we, we can't do the exhaustive wrap up of all this yeah. bullshit um, and then all that stuff's happened, and then you've had. Then we've got this normal, normal in air quotes NRL shit with the fucking Brycey, and you know he's and his missus is oh, like you know like he's anti vaxxer and then now fucking Frank Winnerstein he's he's copped a release from Manly and um and he's going one he's been training at Penrith. And his wife is charging $200 for this fucking, like, Australasian tour. Like, she's doing, like, some fucking Pacific Islands and, you know, capital cities here and shit. Yeah. You know, $200 a head um, about, about, you know, parents having the, you know, uh, their choices to do, you know, to, to go the way they want to in terms of, and, you know, like, giving them, you know, I'm doing air quotes here, like, you know, the information that they can use to make the air quotes informed, again, informed choices oh, uh, about what they do with kids, you know, with the vaccination and so forth. You know what I'd love? Uh, I'd love for somebody, you know, who's got a fucking terminal illness to go to their doctor and for their doctor to say, look, I'm only here to administer the treatment. You need to make an informed decision and just tell me what you want me to do. Yeah. Fucking. He's fucking. Yeah. Like, anti-vaxxers to me are like. They're on par with pedophile priests. They're like people who don't listen to this show. And you know what? They're fucking worse than pedophile priests because most of those poor pedophile cunts were probably abused when they were a kid as well. But also those pedophile priests. I mean, what? Well, they're they're like they they actually have no problem no problem injecting substances into children. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> but like these anti-vaxxers are like they're like people who don't listen to the show. 
And, and what, what I mean is they're fucking assholes and, and, and their children deserve to die premature deaths. I mean, essentially. Pedophile priests are fucking assholes too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> welcome, welcome to all the new listeners. Yeah, welcome to your listeners. Um, we kind of made it. We, well, it, it was an, infor- an informal discussion that we had about a week ago this year. We were we were going to take the gloves off and and like and the stuff that we would normally believe on the cutting room floor. We're just going to fucking leave it in and have some fun with it this year. It's the uh, it's the tenth year. This is the tenth year of the of, of this week in league. So that's a good milestone. And so we're we're reaching podcast puberty. Ten years <laughs> is a nice round number. So if we just fucking burn it to the ground this year <laughs> and say whatever the fuck we want, then at least we know we did it our way. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything like I, I feel like I feel like we're about two hours short on this off season stuff but I honestly look did I love the chaos I love NRL chaos I don't like this I don't like the domestic violence and and, and the, yeah, the sexual assault side of things that. but I'll tell you I fucking I, I, I fucking love this like this big puppy stuff and like these like just dumb cunts oh like I'm fucking fiend for dumb football cunt behavior, yeah. like the you know, like 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 as, rep- even- as, as, rep- as repugnant, yeah. like this is like the boot the slut and everything. It's just like I wish I could divorce it from being like you know, My thing some is, poor though, chick getting. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Like if, if there was a way that that comes out, and I could make fun of Tyrone May's absolutely woeful fuck technique. His fuck style is not Buckwild. His fuck style is I don't know what you call it. Oh, it's like an autistic kid on Adderall. He's just fucking doing one thing and then stops that and does another thing and then stops that and does another thing and <laughs> and like he's got those cra- he's he I mean he has he has such great potential. I mean because he's got like that fucking like obviously with his with his with his techniques you know his camera thing, like he's got like that uh, the you know the that transgressive auteur sort of Lars von Trier thing going for him with like the with the Gonzo fucking you know fake taxi yeah. <laughs> filming style and and see that's the thing though if if I could if I could make fun of that that'd be great yep without having some poor girl's face in right it, yeah you know yeah. because even though we, you know everyone knows who it was alleged that it was, that it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, it That's still a young fucking girl, and I guarantee you someone that knows her has seen that. Exactly. And, I mean, it's one thing for, you know, the person who uh, who was who was who it was said to have been and like the fallout on that yeah. and how upset she would have been. But let me tell you, I think it would probably be fucking worse for the real one. When it's actually you yeah. and you know it's actually that's you it. and it's out there, yep. you know, so and yep, fucking who knows. She may very well be into it and you know she gets her kicks like that. But because we don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's right. Um then we've got all the fucking actual stuff. Like the fucking scumbag cheating piece of shit Pasco, you know, pulling the biggest fucking frittata move in the history of rugby league, losing your job trying to retain Robbie Farrah. And honestly, I mean, like, like how, like, has, like, like, I mean, be as graphic as you like. How hard did you fucking come when he got deregistered? <laughs> <laughs> I came that hard. Did you? Did you get another? Did Did you identify another another fucking layer of the stratum from from paprika level? <laughs> no. Have you ever looked at the? The Einstein's theory on how time moves differently dependent on speed and mass. Sure. I came that hard 
that my sperm aged and spoke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so now, unfortunately for you and your um and and your 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 be- your, your beautiful um eighty year old child <laughs> that you gave birth to, um, ben- Benjamin Buttons. Now, now he's uh, now he's um. Now Pasco's coming back. He's uh, he's in in six oh, well, in six months or something like that. He's, he's no, he's been given the most fucking horrific punishment imaginable to somebody in rugby league, having to work at the West Tigers. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, is that that's that's like saying you know someone who's who's already on death row. Yeah. Are we going to throw another murder charge on you? No, it's not. It's like somebody who's got life imprisonment. Yep. Letting him out for a day. Yep. And putting a gorgeous naked woman in front of him. And then she, you know, fingers her box for a little while and wipes her fingers under his nose. And then you put him back in the cell. <laughs> That's what they've done to Pasco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure the West Tigers fans are fucking massively glad to have him back. Oh, yeah. Because they love him. Well, you know, it's good. They've got a right-wing politician, which... Which suits their club down to a T. Yeah. Bigoted fucking climate change denying club that they are. It's true. I mean, look at where they're located. Yeah, gave up the land their clubhouse is on so there could be a fucking tunnel drilled under it. Yep. For more car pollution. Yep, yep. Shit club. I mean, it's not too it's not too too harsh to say that they're actually eco-terrorists as a club. Yeah, that's it. Shortening the, 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 the aggregate lifespan of the human race as a whole. Yeah. And Justin Pascoe, the architect, the Goebbels behind it all. <laughs> How do I get fucking harder on <laughs> Pascoe than you do within the space of 30 seconds? Well, big, you know, <laughs> white, white as a beaver chew wood, it just does. <laughs> Until it runs into Jared Hayne. <laughs> yeah. So, in conclusion... Fuck Justin Pascoe. Justin Pascoe. As a star. Should be, should be, should be, um, was it shot, shot into, shot into a child's asshole and fucked to death by Michael Jackson (laughs) while R. Kelly's pissing on them all? Yes. (laughs) Funny, you know, funny note there. Yes. There's a funny note there, is there? R. Kelly gets arrested and all of a sudden Edric Lee's unavailable for the Sharks. And I don't want to say, you know, but have you ever seen him in the same room at the same time? Can't say I have. There you go. Not a huge fan of either, to be honest, though. I wouldn't put myself as a foremost expert on the subject, but I'll, I will take your word for it. Okay, for season 2019, we need to look at what's going down. Um... There is so much fucking media out there and so much shit about the comings and goings and blah, blah, blah. So I really just wanted to distill things down a little bit. And uh, in order of the, the finished position of the of, of the teams last year on the ladder, uh, I think it's the best way to do it. Oh, we're doing fucking... Yeah. I did alphabetically. <laughs> okay, go to R, because we'll do the Roosters first. Uh. R. So... The Roosters have probably strengthened the one last year. Probably strengthened their roster this year. I mean, uh, 
you know, bringing in, uh, you know, Crichton, you know, and guys like Radley another year on are going to be better. Morris. They've lost, they've, well, well, the thing is they lost Blake Ferguson <sighs> and as much of a shit cunt as he is, I mean, he was, uh, you know, the meters, the meters he gained for them, he was actually fucking great for them last year. When you and looked probably, across the competition in terms of wingers, he was a standout. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And like Morris is, you know, he's old as fuck, but I think he can, I, I think he can hold his own. But I don't think Morris is going to be returning the ball like Not you know all. like that at all. No. Um, however, saying that, I don't think that's a, a gigantic loss either. I mean, that's no, it's not. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a small portion of the of the, the total package. I think overall they've strengthened their side. I think that they, I, I the see. I mean, look, Robinson's taken them to what four minor premierships and a and um a couple of premierships in like six years or so yeah, that he's been there. It. So, so he, so, I mean, he's done very well with them. No doubt he can, he can do it again. I mean, it was yep. funny like last year, I mean, the start of the year, the first month or six weeks or whatever, it was like Trent out. It was like, you know, the, the, you know, obviously that tune changed. I mean, it, it was, it was part last, of- last year. The, the roosters weren't good until Cooper Cronk could get Jake friend to do what he's fucking told. To, yeah, yeah. To put the ball where he needed it to be put basically. Yep. That, yep. Last year was just Cooper Cronk's force of fucking will mm-hmm. into getting that team to do what what it needed to do. Yeah, yeah. I would go so far as to say that this year, the competition is the Roosters to lose. Mm-hmm. With with the points they have in them across fucking Latrell, Teddy, you know, Morris brings a lot of fucking experience. Yep. And he's the sort of cunt that will play on two broken legs with no spine. Yeah. You know? um, if you had to pick a weakness in the Roosters, I would suggest that maybe their forward pack doesn't have a lot of mongrel in it. It was funny. Like it's- last year, they would get absolutely fucking hammered at times, but then they'd come in the games where you'd think that the other sides, you know, the opposing forwards would have yeah. them covered, and then they'd just- They'd have they'd, one of those They'd games. destroy them, yeah. My only, yeah. My only thing is they were old last year, and they're a year older. No big puppy. So, no I mean, big there's puppy. No, no shadow boxing. That's it. No finger in the ass to keep them on their toes. That's it. Um, I, but I'd, I'd still stand by that. I still, I still think they're going to be up there. Whether they're going to, are they going to win? I mean, it's you know, history says no. And I certainly don't think that they're they're one of those they're one of the sides that uh, that that could repeat or, you know, mm. or even back-to-back grand final sort of sides. Yeah. But, the, you know, the, I've, I've, you know they, they could be better than, like they, you know, they, this, it's very plausible that they could, you know, be better yep. than last year. Yep. Storm. This one's a bit, I mean, I feel like they've had some huge changes. There's, for starters, Cameron Smith has gone from last year was like his fucking victory lap. Yes. And it was, you know, it was like, a, it, was, it, it was like a testimonial year. Yep. Where everything was coming up, you know, for, you know, well, he had he had that year in two thousand seventeen, yep. where it was like achieved fucking almost everything across the board in the game in within one season. Yep. So then the last season was like his victory lap. Mm-hmm. Didn't turn out that way uh, in terms of like you know the grand final result, and then. Over the off season, you had this protracted contract situation, where it's you know ultimately put the storm yeah. over the cap, and they've had to flick Cassiano. And I mean, you know, not a beloved son or anything like that, so whatever. But um, and yeah. now it's like he's come out of it though. Looking like look, I'm 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 a storm I'm a storm hater. Yep. I mean, it's in my DNA. It's just it's the way it's supposed to be. Yep. So you can't take my word for it. But to people who may have been more neutral, 
Like he's come out of it looking like a like a cunt that I that I've always I, believed him to be. I had a burger with a well known to listeners of this show, Singapore based Broncos fan mm-hmm. last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um and as a Queenslander, he hates Cameron Smith. Did he hate him and twelve months ago? He disliked him. Yeah. And he disliked him more because of you know, he disliked him in a storm jersey more than yep. disliked Cameron Smith. Yep. But yeah, now now he's just fully on for anything bad in life to happen to Cameron Smith. Yep. So. Yep. Um, now, yeah, Hoffman's, really, Hoffman's yeah, gone, but he was he's, he'd lost it. He'd lost it anyway lost, at that point. They've lost Slater. Billy Slater is the big one. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Hoffman, though, he he'd probably lost it before yeah. last season. Like, yeah, or certainly by the business end. Anyway, he was definitely yep. gone. Slater, however, had a he had a fucking good year. Yeah. He was apparently the the fucking you know best player in the Origin series. That's right, he was. Too. Of which he participated in two thirds of. Fucking hell! In and, a losing and lost team, half of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, and honestly, I think that is the main crippling aspect of the storm is is the loss of Slater. Yeah, I mean they barely they barely covered for the loss of of Kronk really. And it really showed when they had to come up against him when it, when it counted at the end. Yeah, I, I was surprised. I was one hundred percent convinced that the storm would do better without Kronk than Kronk did without the storm. And, and the so, fact and that Kronk not, actually wasn't even really. <laughs> yeah, and and it's not just because Kronk ended up winning the premiership. Yep, it was the fact that he drove that team there. Yep, you know. Yep. Um, yeah, and he's, he had a lot of talent around him. Don't get me wrong, but. Yeah, it, you, you take Kronk out of that situation and that team's may maybe a semi-finals team. Yep. So, um, yeah, look, in, in years gone by, it always has been, oh, look, not too many changes at Melbourne, not too many changes at Melbourne. Um, is, is Smith playing nine or is he playing six? Well, he'd be playing nine, wouldn't he? Is he? I okay. think so. I heard rumblings he was going to play six and they were going to put the other Smith. I don't in. know. We'll get, we'll get down to the, we'll get down to the nine, team list shortly, but... Um, yeah, and like you know, Brady Croft, he'll, he'll he'll keep coming on. Yep. I mean, and they will this this season. They will continue the way you know the the overcoming of the the right, loss the of has gone. Yeah, yeah, and the, they, they'll, so. but they'll continue they'll continue the the process of overcoming the loss of Cronk, and they'll yeah. move on from Cronk, you know, completely, you know, this year. But then they've got the 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 chasm in experience now that losing Slater, yeah, you know, inflicts on them. And lost uh, Lasby as well. And, and and but the the other thing is, I mean, with the storm, they lose these guys, and you think, well, okay, that's it, the window's shut, and then they'll you know kind of fucking flog everybody for the first eight weeks of competition. You're yeah. like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, and that's the thing. What while Slater was was obviously a you know a flashy player and, and showed yeah. some freakish skill you know, over the years. I I really do think the storms thing has been the whole yeah you know, okay the the Kafusis and the the people that Bellamy takes in who were yep. okay. Yep. And then all of a sudden they just become well. He just notch he, out their he job. just turns these guys into these like very simple yeah. jobs. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, rabbits, largely unchanged roster. However, Ooh. the old coach switcheroo with the Broncos and see. Well, remember this, this roster with the rabbits was kind of like mm. the talk before. If you remember back to the start of last year, the talk was that this roster. It was like in in need of a rework kind of thing. Yep. It was, you know, they had a couple of, you know, well, great I'll, pieces I'll there. I'll say it again. The Rabbits came out and said to our fans, we're sorry, we've managed the cap poorly, we're going to need a couple of years to rebuild. Yeah, yeah. 
And so Seabold's come in, and he's taken them to, to within a sniff of getting to the grand final. Oh, look, see, yeah, Seabold did. But, but there was a time there as well where they were like, and it was only probably like a month out. I had, some, I had someone say to me on the weekend, and it was a fucking great quote. He said, the, the only good coaching decision Seabold ever made was to not pick Robbie Farrer. <laughs> Seriously, where are the rabbits last year without Cook? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like he also you have to concede as well that he changed their way the way they played from the Maguire, the Maguire era. Yeah, it didn't include Robbie Farah. Uh, yeah, there was more to it than that. But uh, the thing is, does, does Wayne does yeah, Wayne does Wayne does Wayne keep that going? Can he keep can he keep that going? What's Wayne going to do? Because I mean, Wayne is not the type of guy that's like. Well, fucking, this is what worked last year with these guys. So let's fucking just yeah. let's keep it rolling and add my flavour to it. If, it's like I'm coming in. It's the Wayne show, motherfuckers. Time to learn a new system. If I let, let's say Wayne did end up at Penrith, the thing I would be hopeful of. Think back to when Corey Oates was the fucking world's number one try scorer across any sport, and those big sweeping plays out to the left. Yep. That the Broncos would run. Yep. And they would be telegraphed. Yep. And they would be obvious. Yep. And they wouldn't be complex and they wouldn't be overly fast. Yep. But you would just see defensive lines going, fuck, it's coming, fuck, it's coming, fuck, it's coming, fuck, yep. it's coming. Oh, he's over. Yep. And you look at how the Rabbits scored a lot of their points last year. Yeah, but I mean, theirs weren't like they, they, the, yeah, they were sweeping movements and things, but I don't, I don't, wouldn't say they were telegraphed though. They they found an amazing no, no, amazing but, knack but of, of, of finding an extra number. Just yeah, but that sort of thing there already. I think Wayne can work with that. Uh, yeah, and and I yeah, but can really... he can, but can he not fuck it up? That's what I mean. I'm saying is is is. I'd like to think. Can he you can. say that there won't be a regression? I'd like to think he can. Best he, case look, scenario, I feel okay. for, he did okay with England. The best case scenario, I think, for the rabbits is is that they can maintain. Yes. The kind of level of play that they achieved at their best yeah. last year. Yeah. And and I don't think anything else changes in that with Reynolds in that side. When shit gets too frantic, they've got someone that can calm down and manage. Like Reynolds manages the game pretty well. Yep. Um, can't a fucking biscuit though. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. So I, I would suggest that South's fortunes live and die on Reynolds' ankles. Well, I'd also say that, I mean, while while I said the roster's largely un, unchanged, lost. Ethan Lowe uh, as yeah. a replacement for Angus Crichton. I like Ethan Lowe and, uh, fine, yeah. but he's, you know, he's not Angus Crichton no, he's either. Not. Um, they've lost Robert Jennings off an edge, but... And, and uh, you know, John Sutton, I mean, he's about 46 now. <laughs> you got a testimonial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well done, Penrith. I mean, you had to, you had the, the the testimony with with Cameron Smith and, and Jonathan Thurston, and people were like, "Oh, fuck these cunts." But <laughs> the sudden one's like, "Why this cunt?" Because <laughs> he's a good one club man, unlike yeah. that fucking traitor Luke Lewis. Oh God, he well, left the who got what he deserved. Oh, he he left he left the place that cancer. <laughs> I was gonna say he left the place that gave him cancer, <laughs> and in turn picked himself up a fucking trophy. Okay. So I guess he did get what he deserved. Yeah, you know, if if it's... Important. Luke Lewis came out strongly against the domestic violence thing. Yeah, fucking oath he did. In fact, he's... Oh, look, I don't... I, I, I could be wrong, but I think he's the only player that opened his fucking mouth in the off-season that didn't make a total cunt of himself. Yep. 
because I think we had we had Sam Burgess. We had GUI fucking opening his mouth about player behaviour after he got you know lost his Australian captaincy and been pissed. And offered offered a mentor them. <sighs> yeah. Sam Burgess came out and said, "Oh, player behaviour is probably better than it's ever been." After but he it's bro- just easier for them to get into trouble. After him bro- breaking his marriage up by sending his FaceTime and his dick to someone. Fucking isn't he the luckiest cunt in the world? Because he was like just Tyrone May slash big puppy like. Just if a couple that, of months early. If that, whoever that was that leaked that, if that had waited a couple of months mm-hmm. and not tried to disrupt the finals. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, it could, yeah. could have disrupted a whole year, you dummy. Um, moving on, we've got the Sharks. Look, once again, the Sharks, you know, well, point, the first point I like to make is they've got a fucking absolute shit kind of fan base. Let's be real. It's not that. It's just... They're not. They're one of the two most annoying fan bases in the year of our Lord 2019. But it's not even that they're annoying. It's just this fucking sad drive to stay relevant. <laughs> like seriously, they've won a premiership. Okay, yep. great. And they won a premiership, and but, they're just they're doing this. And I've seen it in Manly fans. They're trying to now get this. Everyone fucking hates us, and we don't care. Do you do you understand that the Manly it's, Manly never actually invited that? That was just the fucking way it was. Someone made a sign that says, guess what? Manly hates you too. Yeah. You fucking bathed in it. Because it is a known fact. And although the people who subscribe to this about Manly or about hating Manly, they only do it because their parents told them to and they're fucking sheep. No one hates Manly anymore. You pity yeah. Manly. Yeah. And the Sharks are the same thing. I don't care if they're anyone hates Manly or not. They're trying to stay relevant. Well, the thing is, they're like they're like the, you know, when you when you, you you're fucking teasing someone, yeah, and then you stop, and then that that you you've hence removed the attention from them, and they're like, no, but remember the peptides, yeah, that's <laughs> remember the way we cheated the cat, yes. remember the peptides, yeah, remember the shit um, cunt Andrew Fafita that we got playing for us. <laughs> yeah, the sharks is an interesting one. Look, they've, they've still got a great forward pack, um, one of the best forward packs in the competition. Yeah, they do. Um, I think for them, the biggest loss isn't going to be someone that they've actually lost. It's Wade Graham, who looks like he's going to be injured for the first, you know, at least six weeks of the season. I feel like they can cover him, though. Like, I, I think, for me, the Sharks, I feel like they're just going to be slow starters because I mean, they've had one of, one of the best acquisitions over the off season in Sean Johnson, uh, who'll finally get the opportunity. Let, let's see what he can do in a real time in a real football side for the first time in his career. Trouble is, they've got a real player who everyone wants to see play under a real coach, and their coach was a fucking dud and got fired. Yeah, and so the next, so that's what that's that's why I say this, the uh, slow starter thing. Three three things. They've got like a new fullback essentially in in young Matt Moylan. Yep. They've got Johnson in the halves, who is an absolute defensive powerhouse. Yeah, fullback, oh, I'll tell fucking, you. <laughs> I believe his nickname was is the Hitman, <laughs> and um, then they got Johnson, and then they've got no coach. Yeah, I mean, you know, in I mean, John Morris, in, you know, th- that's the name of their coach in quotes, air quotes that I'm doing. I'm not even sure it was the same person that played all 300 games. He was that invisible. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the, the 300 game thief. <laughs> <John>. <laughs> Where's his testimonial? I guess he's fucking cashing it in now. Yeah, fucking oath it is. Um. Yeah, look. The, so I feel like a slow start, but they've got the, the forward pack. The Sharks pack and- have lost, you know, Ramian, Lewis, Paulo, Segi. 
Yeah, see, I think I mean I think Lewis is a, is a an experience loss and yeah, that well, sort of thing. But he was also winding down. You know, I mean, he was winding well, down Lewis last was year. Their leading fucking line break stat leader last year. Yeah, but he, he was he was still kind of he was still winding. I still think it's a replaceable. Fuck, they were good though when he when he made those breaks and did the fucking the world's slowest fast man runs. Oh, and those intercepts where he actually they would only fantastic. get just over halfway. Yeah, they were fantastic. Yeah. Oh, you, you got to love old man Shilo. Like Shilo's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Um, also on the lookout for Paul Gallon. Um, how many is it now? I don't know, but I'll tell you Twitter what. Twitter will tell us so. Paul Gallon and Cameron Smith have something in common in that they read a room about as well as one another. <laughs> when Paul Gallon comes in and goes, if they took away my penmanship, I would have quit the game as if it fucking matters to anybody. Just- <laughs> That's the biggest win-win I've ever fucking heard. Oh. And then Cameron Smith's like, oh, the Cronulla got off the salary cap. Think they can give us back our penmanships. Fucking hell. Maybe that's it. Maybe Evans and Puppy were just pretending to be Gallon and fucking Cam Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's obviously Puppy's the Cam, Cam Smith side of things. I like the I mean. box. I like to think in my bum hole. <laughs> I jack myself up in front of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> How did that become Terrence and Philip? Fuck no. Oh, ugly Bob, you're so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, okay. um, Where's that bump chin over, Bob? <laughs> Penrith Panthers. So, once again, year in, year out, you have to say the Penrith Panthers on paper, tremendous young players, tremendous young team. Playing this year at a Ratbag Stadium. Yeah, Ratbag, <laughs> Ratbag Stadium bar for the, uh, the uh, inaugural um, Boot the Slut campaign. <laughs> and. Uh, They've got Ivan. I mean, they're finally happy in the coaching department. They're finally they've got Ivan back. Yeah. So so now they're on, now you're on the bus. The uh, the bus has rolled back to back to the foot of the mountains, and uh, and, and now you've got to be on the bus after after a good good couple of years. That's <laughs> from that bus. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Look. Kick out is a big loss, especially at the beginning of the season. Especially, especially when you replace him with Frank Winnerstein. <laughs> oh, he's just a fucking warm body. Um, yeah, but you know, you you would be better off not having him there at all, and people realise he's not there and cover the hole. Yeah, anyway, true. rather than expecting the hole to be covered I'll, by, that, tell you by what, that unvaccinated lump of fucking shit. We did okay with cunts in the sin bin last year. Maybe we should just play eighty <laughs> minutes like that. Um. Yeah, look, I was bummed that we lost fucking CHN to the doggies. Especially after, like, you were going to lose him, like, the year before or the year before, you know, to Manly, except that, you know, fucking, you know, Trent Barron had a fucking deal, you know, like yeah. a no-poach thing. Yeah. And then you just go and lose him again, like, and that was like, he was released, wasn't he? He didn't even fulfill that next contract yeah, he had. He still it. was yeah. early, yeah. Um, we'd, and you know what? Say what you like about Gus. Yep. He, he seems pretty staunch on if a player says, Gus, I can get more money elsewhere. Yeah. I guess depending on the player, I don't think he would, he'd let Nathan out, but, uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> Not now, because he knows that costs him a coach as well. I mean, well. He's very big on the whole, you know, yep, I won't stand in your way. Yep. Um, if only if only <coughs> he was uh, he was as as, uh, as staunch when a player came up and said, hey, Gus is fucking awesome, new, new app called Snapchat, can I install it on my phone? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, maybe he should fucking, you know, be, be, you know, be as decisive on that, on that yeah, side of he, things as he's, well. He's probably regretting, you know, um, when when Tyrone May came to him for advice, saying, "Well, you know, well, you, you got to do as much as you can in a short time. You got to fucking 
Slap a titty, grab a neck for a second, stab a like. Jack I said, I need, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you want to crack it, yeah, you want to, you want to crack it for a permanent position in in the in the first in the run on side. I mean, you're gonna need to, you're gonna have to do some more kicking practice. That's it. And then you know, dumbass fucking twenty two year old brain or whatever is like, oh, multitasking. But- <laughs> I want to see you doing as much as you can in a shorter period of time as possible. <laughs> um, the thing that my concern about Penrith is that. There, I, I don't see a lot of um, overcoming adversity in them. Yes, they had some great comebacks last year. I don't really see that as, well, we are down and under pressure and in a bad situation here, and we will grind our way back in. But, um, and it's also that, you know, because you've lost a couple of guys, I mean, and like, you know, say what you want about Merrin as well, but I mean, he had, he had some good times for you guys and just an experience. And when, you, when you're a side that's like, you know, resting on the best young side or, you know, yeah. loads of young talent. Yeah, you know, experienced guys like that are, you know, definitely leave a void. Yeah. And then if you get a couple of injuries like you had last year, I mean, and you gotta rely on, you know, young guys making coming through making yeah, their debuts now. That shit is what, you know, and where you yeah, and, and the thing is, you know, we've got guys like, you know, young Louie who's coming through. Yep. Um fuck he put some beef on over the off season. Um but yeah, you know, Ed, Edwards, if he can have a, a full season healthy. Yep. You know, he, he was going great guns last year. I think the key to Penrith's success is to play a fast up-tempo style of football, akin to what Souths and the Dragons did. However, we did that while giving away more fucking penalties than, than anyone on earth. You also you know? did that, like, with 20 minutes to go. I mean, maybe fucking, exactly. maybe when the Do whistle blows, the maybe so, fucking start playing. Um, the, yeah, the talent's there. It's it's a fucking job for Ivan, though. Who knows? And that's the thing. I mean, I, I feel like Ivan. He he died for he died for so long off the off the work he did at the Warriors, in getting them to their first grand final, which, which basically was oh, sorry, to the, the grand the 2011 grand final, yeah. the first one. Yeah. Yeah, and we, yeah, exactly, and then and then so then he went to the Tigers, and you know, with a it was a very positive, upbeat kind of vibe and everything. But ultimately, they couldn't score any fucking points. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So, given they couldn't score any points with Luke Brooks and and into to and then just to absolutely cuck himself the way he did to you know return back to Gus, you know, cap, cap in hand, and you no. know how long how long is it going to take for him to get tired again? It's not. I feel like after all his Snapchat shit and WhatsApp, I feel like he's already looking pretty fucking tired. Get home. <laughs> the only the only thing saving him at this point is that Gus looks fucking almost dead. Like the the, <laughs> the cunt's greyer than Schindler's List. <laughs> uh, Broncos. Good young forwards. A lot of them come on last year. Yep. They're the flip side to the to the coin here with the the Rabbitohs situation. Also with the new coach in the swap, how's he going to adapt? They still they still don't have dominant fucking halves in they terms don't. in terms of controlling a game. I mean Milford has certainly developed a kicking game. Yeah, Mil- Milford shows these moments of just oh shit yeah okay Wayne was right. Yeah, I mean, he, he's de- he's developed he's developed a kicking a, a kicking game yep. a, a, in and a pl- good long in, kicking game. Yeah, but I still don't feel he's he's still not never been that guy that like to fucking stand up and and give me the ball. Yeah, and there were, there were situations fucking you know running joke about the field goals. Yeah, about you know yeah throwing them off to Osaka yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So um, 
who's going to stand up there? Because I just I don't feel like Nicarima's the guy. Like, I don't think Nicarima's ever going to be the guy no, to do that shit. So, and look, here's the thing: with Seabold coming in, they also saw Sammy Thayday depart. Yep, and he was really the last tie to those those I guess glory days. Yeah, he was kind of he was pretty. Broncos I mean, yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, I mean, he was Sam Thayday in name, but I feel like you know, he he was gone. I mean, like the right decision was made. Hundred percent, it yeah. was. But but realistically, now I I think this is the best way for Seabold to really get a fresh start. You know, like yep. Darius is there, but he had some time away. Yep. Um. Yeah, again, if fuck with all this shit in the off season, it took the attention off the referees and all the shit they said about them. But but if the referees really, what do they say? Reward attacking free flowing football. That yeah, may, man, that's that may work yeah. well in Milford's favour. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's that's going to be very interesting to see how that actually pans yeah. out. In a, I mean, it's one thing to say that that's you know referees are all different. Yep. Their interpretation, the way they see things happening is all different. And, and if there's this weird sort of blanket thing where it's like, you know, you can, you know, reward and use your discretion on sides that are playing more attractive, you know, like there's so much fucking sub- great, subjectivity yeah. to that, to every term in that in sentence. Like, yeah, so it's... Uh, um, but if if Seabold can get that Broncos pack, he can get as much improvement year on year that he did out of the fucking Burgess cunts. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, fucking nearly that. But, I mean, yeah, the problem is that's that that wasn't their weakest point that needed to be brought up anyway. I mean, it's still it's, it's, I, I yeah, still exactly. think as a dominant hard as it can take control yep. of a game yep. is going to be the problem. And you know, maybe if he elevates the pack, like you're saying, I mean, if he can elevate them to some some new level and miraculously provide all this space yep. and time, maybe they do turn into the. Yeah. You know, no, look, the I think Roberts, halves, is, but- Roberts is better for an Origin campaign last year. He did um, fucking nothing contributed to. He's pretty fucking average. No, he was. But in your first origin campaign, average is fucking great. Yeah. Look at Hodges. Oh, yeah, he was fucking diabolical. Exactly. Um, you know, the other thing, though, how much do you trust Darius Boy's hamstrings? Yeah, he's getting old. Yeah. Pining for his dad. Yeah. Separation anxiety, when we call it. That's it. Who knows? I'm surprised that there hasn't even been a fucking peep made about him... Going to Souths, or like obviously he wouldn't walk into the full fullback position, but you know going to Souths, or you know, you know retiring and taking a training, you know what I mean, like just something at training Souths. Drive, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, who we got next? Dragons. Okay, well, they were fucking phenomenal at times. Yep. Particularly the starting times of the season <laughs> earlier in the season, but yeah. I mean. Uh, uh, The, to contend with this year, they have to deal with the the issue of uh, of Widdop has got one foot out the door. He's mentally fucking checked out, and a one on his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I know he played a lot of fullback there for England and, and early in his career. Be that as it may, are, are you going to tell me that fucking that old clungy yeah. Corey Norman is going to? He's the guy that's going to replace because remember Widdop was a, a fucking god for them last yeah. year in the halves. Yeah, and when he wasn't there. That was a lot of the times they fell into the holes. Yep. Um, Isn't that interesting, though? You, you've ended up at St. George with what, you know, three years ago, many people were touting as the future Queensland halves combination. Yeah, for Brisbane, even. Yeah. yeah. It, um, 
Well, we shall see. I mean, look, you know, Corey Norman's a, he's a big question mark there because, I mean, his career was almost fucking done. I, I think at his best, Corey Norman's a, as good a running half as anyone in the competition. High praise, sir. As good a running half in, in, in that he's built big yep. with a high center of gravity with fucking gigantic arms. Yep. And I guess you know, how's the, what, what effect will the, the Jack DeBellin stuff have on them on going through the season? Yeah. If he if he has now if he accepts his punishment or accepts the stand down, which he has, he's and kind, his court yeah, and kind of removes himself from. He'll still train with him. Yeah, what does he what does he do? I mean, because he can what's train his with him, he can't play. but what's his date? I don't know. Like do I you, think it's six weeks or something. Yeah, it would have been like six rounds he'd have played. Till his court case, and you just wonder, like, like, what would the what would the best course of action be? I mean, I guess that's up for the club to decide. I mean, the playing group to decide. Maybe they were like, "Fuck yeah, you know, we want to have him around the whole time. You know, be part of it." Yep. So I don't know, but uh, yeah, it could it could prove to be a disruption. Um, Look, here's the thing: without saying that, like, you know, if if you came in and you were accused of what he was accused of, mm-hmm. and you said to me. Man, I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Then I would have to say to you that okay, well, I believe you. I believe what you're saying to me. Yep. Um, and I'll support you till you have your day in court. Yep. That's different than saying I think you should be allowed to play rugby league professionally. Yeah. You know, if yeah. I know you personally and you yeah. say to me, "Man, I'm innocent." Yep. So I, I would assume that's what they're doing. Yeah. Yep. And I guess with Corey Norman in there as well, there's you know continuity issues as well. So I uh, mean, you know, it may take them. I mean, they had a fast start of the season last year. Maybe they don't have as fast a start this year. I mean, depending on how you know Corey settles in. Yep. But you know, look, I expect the Dragons to to. Oh, fucking add fucking their cunt coach to the can't read a room club as well. What do you do? Oh, I, I can't remember. So much happened. Just basically was saying how tough it was going to be because you know you don't you don't want someone of his of Jack's importance to the team to be the one raping. No. <laughs> what was the word? And what did he actually say? I don't fucking. Know. I don't remember that at I all. Don't Fuck, I'm, man. I'm it's, a, it's too much stuff. I'm a bit of fucking drunk driving cockhead. Yeah. And I think it's okay if people rape as long as they're good footy players. The average ones, I'm not so happy about. It, that was about. That's the yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, now I understand. Yeah. Now I understand the the, the vibe. Yeah. Huh. I do remember that now. Fuck him. What? I just fucking love him when you play for New South Wales, eh? Back in the day, and like now, I was looking and thinking, yeah, what a fucking. <laughs> what a cunt you are uh, and that's before you know, that's before any of this just like just basically after he took off the blue jersey <laughs> <laughs> Warriors snuck into the eight last year uh, much to the delight of their fan base then they proceeded to have a a fucking contract stand standoff which which ultimately resulted in the in the uh, disgruntled uh, you know and, you know, and uh, departure of their best fucking player or you know one of their you know most key their, their, their most key player perhaps after that offloaded the person who was a fucking incredible stand in mm-hmm. when their biscuit halves uh, were injured last year uh, yep he's a fucking big loss too Mason Lino yeah and because and because they've lost them both yeah that's it what the fuck was that organization playing at when they were trying to i, I said this like when Sean Johnson's over in England or whatever and they and they're playing this shit out like yeah and they expect to get away with it and not to come back and bite them on the ass. 
like for the, for the first thing I'd say to Warriors fans is I feel for, I feel sorry for the way it played I'd out be because rightful. because losing a player yeah. that would be like you know oh, fucking I don't know I mean for you I don't know who you love like but I mean, like that'd be like you know losing Cleary under bullshit like you know sour circumstances yeah. that would That's be it. like fucking like. Yeah, like so. Well, you know, it's probably not even clear. It's someone who's like more fucking like Alexander. Yeah, maybe. Who I mean, went to Warriors. So fuck them. Yeah, it's someone like you know, like like Beaver fucking getting you know, like something. Yes, a player that's fucking been there for an yeah. entire generation of yeah. the fucking club. Oh, yeah. Although, the, yeah, yeah, okay. I don't, I don't want to belittle Johnson. He's, like, he's a fantastic player. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so look, you know they've still got they've still got two of Arthur Sheck. I mean, you know he's they've got two of Arthur Sheck. They got I, Luke who's injured. Yeah, but Luke's injured. And I mean, right when they need experience to start the season off, they're going to have a fucking rough the, start. I think the other big loss for them is Mannering. Yep. Um, you know, but also what you know, what what is the ultimate trickle down effect of losing someone like Sean Johnson? I mean, you got guys like Fusatua who fucking killed it last year. To be frank, I think if they'd have just lost Johnson, they wouldn't have been. Too upset because again, you know they kind of held the line. There is a yeah Venn, when he wasn't a, there. There's a Venn diagram between you know things named Johnson and things you dip in your tea, and there's some fucking overlap. Um, <laughs> you know, he's not at fucking Josh Dugan level. Yeah, I would say he's a a Reynolds level biscuit. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Reynolds is far more consistent year on year, whereas whereas whereas, whereas Johnson's like the last two years, for yeah, example. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll yeah, that. I mean, and, and is that something ongoing? What happens this year? I mean, I guess we'll see. Well, I'm yeah. I'm prepared I, to fully throw him into the fucking variety pack. I I think that the loss of Mason Lenor compounds the loss of Johnson far more um, than because if you remember last year, show me another kid that's coming to first grade and covered. For a six like fucking green. Yeah. And been a linchpin to Johnson. Yep. And then two and weeks later yeah. had to swap over. Yep. And be the flashy yeah. um, creator to green stable head. Yep. That that kid was impressive as shit last year. Yep. He was fucking good. Um, yeah, I'm not sure the Warriors do anything remarkable this year. Look, I don't think I don't expect anything remarkable out of them. And honestly, you know, if Isaac Luke, he's not young. If he has significant time out, yeah, then there's every fucking like they can regress so badly to the point where they're like, and they they were you know, as they've been called many times. Their forwards especially were a yep. rocks and diamonds pack last year. Yep, yep. Um, so uh, yeah, we shall see. Okay, the West Tigers in their positive. Madge is the coach. I feel like they have a better coach than they had. Certainly, a team that. When the going got tough at the end of the year, when they were they were legitimate, like they could have made the finals, and they just fell apart a little bit, and they and you know towards the end after a great start, they couldn't keep it going for all season. They got tired, like their fucking coach. Match don't get tired. He burns. He'll burn people out. He burn them down to fucking. He'll burn them to the ground. But they will fucking. They they will fucking go till the end of the season this year. However. Yeah, everyone goes till the end of the season. Well, no, they didn't last year. That's what I'm saying. They got tired. They fell asleep about there, four there, rounds out. There are certain things, you know, if you drop a tennis ball and a bowling ball, mm-hmm. they'll fall at the same rate. 
and that applies to this situation now. Well, if you give the West Tigers a situation where there's 10 teams, they'll finish ninth. <laughs> uh, 16 teams? Ninth. Nine teams? Ninth. <laughs> if there were seven teams, the West Tigers would suddenly, without knowing how, find themselves campaigning to add two. And I feel like when you've got these player selection issues where it's like, yeah. I'm choosing out of Josh Reynolds, Robbie Farah, Benji Marshall, Moses Little. M- Moses by becoming the captain? Yeah, and he's biscuited out of round one. But so, but already, like yeah. after a Canterbury switch halfway Midway through, through the season, yeah, 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 yep. all of a sudden he's your club captain. Yep. Um, there just seems to be so much promising, like the... like. Like Penrith now are like what the West Tigers were a couple of years ago, but like now yeah. West Tigers are kind of like the, they're still kind of you know they're in they're in that same sort of situation except yeah. with with worse younger, you know with worse young talent coming through, yeah. and some really fucking old people. And look on the Luke Lewis thing, yeah, I fucking hope Benji does some magic shit this year, you some know, absolute magic shit this year. Crash and fucking burn, and same goes for Robbie Farah. It was great for like for narratives and shit last year oh, was fantastic. Yeah. Like Benji resurrecting himself up here and then going down. Ben- Benji, I'm happy with, and I'm glad. I'm and I'm de- and I am delighted that both of them got to return to the West Tigers. I really am. Robbie Farrow can get fucking stung on his dick by fire ants. But can- nostalgia. That was last year's nostalgia yeah. fucking world tour. Now it's time for reality to bite them both. And if you look across West, I- Kevin Nagama's a big loss for them. Like, he was the fucking heart and soul of that club. Mm. And they've replaced it with a fucking Panthers reject. So. Oh. And, you know, he's not even the best Jennings brother in the NRL. Yeah, he's in the top three. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Tigers ninth, obviously. I mean, I will put a place on that. Ninth. 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 They'll find a fucking way. Yeah. They always do. The Raiders. Look, Ooh. in what a heartbreaking season for them last year. Yep. I mean, the, the, the fucking last second, like you can't even say last minute, like last second capitulations, finishing a full five games out yeah. of the eight, yet having the second most points scored. Yes. That sort of stuff would be so fucking infuriating as a yeah. fan. Um, Raiders have lost Boyd. They've lost Austin. They've lost Junior Paulo. And they really haven't gained any. Like, they've picked up a couple of cunts from Wigan. Yeah, and is that Wigan? I mean, that's not even like... I think Mole was saying that was happening, but then that's that's not even final. I, I, thought, I thought they were. Yeah, okay. I might be wrong. Who fucking knows? But who, who really... Ricky Stewart's still the coach. Yep. They've still got Caesar and Williams in the halves, which, I mean... Fucking, that could be a Titans-Halves combination, really. Rappin is injured for the first, whatever it is, eight weeks. Yep, yep. So. Put a line through the Raiders. Yep. They will not They will not make the finals. Correct. The Knights. Had their best season ever last year in finishing... Crueled by the injury to Mitchell Pearce. Well, is he going to be a biscuit again this year? Or is this the year that Kalen Ponga actually just wins it... Wins wins the Dally M and uh, and takes the team to the grand final victory all by himself because he's so fucking amazing. 
Knights fans would have you believe it is so. Yes. Look, the, 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 the truthfully speaking, like not all trolling aside, the Knights have uh, have slowly over the last couple of years. I mean, they had to overpay at times, but now they finally got to the point where they've assembled the best roster they've had in fucking. Yeah. I don't know, like a decade. I don't. Yep. I mean, a long fucking like a long time, like yeah. recent, certainly recent memory for me. They have, they have rep players in key positions mm-hmm. all across the park. Yep, and then so now it comes down to Nathan Brown. He's had his like sort of rebuilding time, and yeah. you've got your excuses and and that kind yep. of thing. And he had Mitchell Pearce out, you know, out for large tracks of time last year, which sort yep. of cruelled the you know certainly when you look at the the way their results correlated to his absences. Yep. Um, you know, it's not an excuse, but you know, it's the sort of thing the coach can sort of lean on a little bit. Yeah. But now he's he's been given presumably all the pieces or you know Correct. every piece he's asked for and so it now comes down to the time where the results on the field need to be commensurate with the the money and the personnel that they've assembled 100 percent. will it happen though Who knows? i mean it's just there's fucking great buys though like with lean or like we we're saying like the importance of him to the warriors and how much they're going to miss him <clears throat> i mean he's going to be great and maybe you know he he does help cover if Pierce does, yeah, maybe he can play. He can play that role. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he, he showed he can. And they're shifting Ponga into the halves, right? Are they? I, I think so. Okay. Well, that that was that was the word, but uh, look, I think it's hard for me to it it it's hard for me to say yeah, outside I mean, of coaching. It's hard for me to to say that the Knights aren't going to be a better side. Maybe touch the eight. Yep. The only real loss they had was Heino. Yeah. And when you look at him. You're losing experience and a head. Yeah, and about fucking three hundred years of age. Yeah, um, but they picked up Clemmer and they picked up Glasby. You know, both of yeah. them are not rookies. No. So. No, I mean, the, yeah, and they've both played at fucking high levels yeah, of the game it. as well, representative players. So. Yep. Look, yeah, I I definitely expect to see improvement from the Knights. Oh yeah, I think any anything worse than sixth or seventh would be a disappointment for the Knights this year. Let's just say finals. They they need they need to get into the finals. Yeah. That's got to be the base level KPI, right? Yeah, but they've if, got to get into the finals. If they're scraping into the eight with that team. Yeah, still, I mean, it's a progression, though, isn't it? I mean, you can still look at that and go, well, okay, from where they were the year before and the year before that. That's okay. Remember who's going to be ninth? Are they one position better than them? On paper. Mm. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and like, I would, I, I'd be remiss of me not to acknowledge the fact that that uh, absolute fucking bolters for annoying, annoying fucking cunt fan bases. <laughs> the knights have come from the fucking clouds to uh, yeah. to take to to take uh, up their rightful top two yeah, position yeah, with the exactly. sharks fans. When you were fucking spooners, it was adorable. It was now. Yeah. Now they got that Melbourne Storm swagger with none of the results. <laughs> <laughs> Doggies. Look, they finished well at the end of last season, but there was also that that kind of had yeah. nothing to play for, nothing to lose. That's it, like, sort of in, thing as well. You know, there's trash trash time at the end of games. They were they were good in season trash time. Yeah, I mean, their season was trash time by origin. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, they have Kieran Foran apparently is going to play games again. We'll see. We'll see. You know what the mission statement at Canterbury Leagues Club is? It's that. Thank God, Parramatta are a thing. <laughs> they uh, they lost their, their best forward, um, their big their big recruit, and uh, yeah, in a in a in a time where they Jeez. didn't really recruit anything, yeah. their big recruit um, 
has got a has got a uh, well, he, how, how much suspension has he got for fingering his butthole? Was it <laughs> how, how much time off does he have? It's, is it six weeks? I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't know. I think okay. my answer to everything tonight is just six weeks. Six weeks. All right. Yeah, for some reason. Um, um, look, they picked up Corey Haruunara, who I I think is an absolute fucking fantastic player. Um, he he's the guy lost the Morai. Chn's the guy. Yep. Who at the end of the game looks filthy on himself if they've lost. Yep. You know he he's the guy who you can see him. He's shaking hands with the opposition, but he's looking down at the ground and he's fucking dirty. Yep. He was a, a big loss for Penrith, but. Um, the dogs have also picked up Cogger Jr. <laughs> Who, despite all the promise of the golden nuts and the rest of it, you know, from back in the Glen days of the show, uh, failed to materialise, oh. completely failed to materialise. Look, he's moving west, yeah. slowly. He is, he is. But uh, honestly, you know, for Canterbury, as well as they finished last year in the in the rubbish time, That'd and be- as great as Lewis looked, I mean, they'd lost, they'd lost Clemmer and they've lost their leading try scorers in the Morai. So They've also lost Eastwood. Oh, you know, he's only in the Reggie's anyway, wasn't he? He's now free to play Russian villains in movies everywhere. I think they just lost him from the books, didn't they? Because yeah. he was playing for the Reggie's anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was coming back from injury. Yeah. So, yeah, like, dogs aren't going to fucking fire any shots off at anybody. Yeah. The, the only competition they will give anyone is to Parramatta for the spoon. <laughs> Cowboys. Well. Maybe. When we talk about losses... Little players, you know, oh. they've lost, you know, arguably one of the greatest players to ever fucking lace on a boot. Yes. Um, in JT. However, that gives uh, Morgan the chance. Well, let, let's look at, at their losses, though. Okay. They've lost Thurston. Yep. They've lost Winterstein. Yep. They've well, lost, that's no loss from Winterstein. They've lost Coop. Yep. They've lost Linnet. Yep. They've lost Fensum. Now, on their Ethan own... Ethan Lowe. Ethan Lowe as well. Mm-hmm. On their own, any one of those players except Thurston... You look at it and you go... Oh, Apart from Thurston and Ethan Lowe, I was kind of like, so what, so yeah, what, yeah. so what. But all at once, that's a pretty big chunk of their core group. Yep. Yeah. Um, probably fucking kicking themselves they didn't do something to try and re- retain Coot. Now yeah. all their fucking fullbacks are either... Like their long-term fullbacks playing NFL. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, they had some gains as well, though. Scouted a few players with the Bronx. Yeah, they got Maguire. And uh, Kahu. Well, there's a goal king, sort of. Yep. Look, I think Morgan can play, you know, I, th- I think I think he had a tremendous fucking 2017, you know, that was completely, yeah, almost completely devoid, of, completely devoid of Thurston. Yep. Um, so now the chance where it's not like it's a, it's not a temporary injury, injury situation. It's his fucking, it's, him to, it's yeah. his team now. Yeah. And uh, it's time to sack up. That's it. I, Matt Scott know, will still go toe to toe with the biggest and the baddest in the league. Yeah. And I mean, when you look at them on paper, it's just, it's, it's just so hard to, to say that they're going to finish as low as they did last year. Correct. However. I don't think they're a finals team. Probably not. No. Speaking of teams that aren't finals teams, it's Gold Coast Titans. <laughs> I heard uh, I heard uh, Garth Brennan on the radio this morning, really? saying that they are they are a final side this year. They are making the finals. The only way I see that happening is if he's somehow gotten in Ash Taylor's wife's ear, and she's threatened Ash Taylor with bodily harm if he doesn't make the finals. She's a handsome woman. Very um, very robust. <laughs> Barb from Logan is scared of her. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's uh, it's, uh, um, 
Yeah, from fucking I don't know what her name is. <laughs> fucking, Conan. Fucking, fucking Shani from Tanamira or whatever. Fucking, <laughs> from Pack Pines. But uh yes, she's um she's staunch. Yes. Behind every great man they say is a, is a, is a great woman and uh You could set Jared Hayne on her and he'd look like a Labrador with a chew toy. Set Jared Hayne on her and he would uh need dentures. <laughs> <laughs> I chipped the <it> doof. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm talking like complete. <laughs> he doesn't need crowns. He needs complete fucking four on four. If it was a cartoon, he would smile and his teeth would all crack and then fall out to a piano tune. Correct. Yes. Um, <sighs> Have we gone far enough? I, 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 don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know what. She has an enlarged clitoris. Yeah. I think we'd. <laughs> She has copyrighted the brand name Clit Creep. Burn it down. Look, I don't, you know, I, I don't expect great things out. I mean, the Flash, Flash is still, uh, is 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 still going. I believe, I believe is is Flash is he is he going to be? Where is he playing this year? Is he? Uh, I'm just trying to think of Garth. I'm just there's so many d- dumb fucking selections I've seen from Brennan. I just need to scroll down. Let me scroll down to the week one teams just to make sure I'm not fucking imagining things. I just need to see what what they what they're doing with um, Brimson. I know he's he's I know he's injured to start the season. I think AJ, who was like yeah. one of the, the the revelatory player, correct for the Titans last they year. Started at fullback. Okay. Well, uh, yes. Okay. So there we go. We've got we've got we've got Flash in fullback. Yeah. And I think that that was going to be the case. Oh no, Brimson was gonna no Brimson was gonna be fullback before he was injured. Brimson was gonna be fullback, Peachy yep. was gonna be six. Yeah, yep. So now Peachy's uh in his Penrith position of centres. Where I, I, I'm sure well, are, they, are they playing Riley Jacks? They um Or is he just up for depth? You wouldn't put him in for Yeah, yeah but if Brimson's injured. Well, they got, well it's Brimson's he's, he's on the he's he's in the fourteen they've got him yeah, there, okay. so yeah, I don't see I don't see uh Jacks anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I, back I up to the I list. don't see I don't see the Gold Coast solving the that Tyrone Peachy riddle of fucking what position are you? Yep. Um fantastic player. I I love Peach, but yeah, what is he? Is that a bit, I mean, does he I mean, where does he even is he you're in an interview or anything of where, of him sort of, you know, saying where he wants to land on oh. the field? Or is he just like one of these guys who's like, I'm just happy to be in the side? He, he, he said that a lot. Yeah. And he sounded genuine. Um, I really liked Peach coming on as a super sub because I, I just... Yeah. I love the concept of a super sub coming in when there's fucking big tied forwards, especially someone who's elusive like him. Yep. He'll chase everything down, you know, sniff out around the back of the ruck. But, um, yeah, no, I, I don't see the... The Titans doing much, especially with the the defense is about as strong as Bryce's kids' immune system. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, and they've got about the same amount of willpower as his missus to fucking do anything about it. Yeah. Um, and Brennan seems to be as effective as trying to tell a baby to go outside and shit when you need to. Isn't it funny just the, that how how well Penrith's junior nursery, the strength of their junior nursery, has masked the ability of their junior coaches. Mm. Or ma- mask the lack yeah. of ability of junior coaches. Yeah. Because Brennan, like, uh, 
you know, Trent was always the one, oh, yeah, but, you know, the year that he had the, the you know, the youngsters, they missed the finals when the other yeah. years they fucking won, won you know, and everything. But, um, but now then Brennan gets his, he gets his crack and he's done some equally baffling fucking mystifying ridiculous shit yes as a coach yes this season he's still he's still doing it too so yes anyway mighty manly seagulls team of destiny des hasler has returned under all under similar situation as the as the the first time you what, the team you where you no, want to talk about a cuck little expectation and uh you know the ability to put the team back under the radar and what, what uh do you, what do you call them. an entire organization of cucks Look, I'd have to I'd have to assume that he was sent there, sent to the dogs on on the instructions of, of Ken Arthurson to destabilise and destroy the club, which I think he has done a fucking masterful job of. I haven't seen a club destroyed like that since Wayne Bennett's fucking started, you know, tore through the fucking dragons and, and the knights. Was was signing Trent Hodkinson part of his master rebuilding plan? <laughs> Had nothing to do with him. Fucking Hodkinson was there last year. That's fucking. That's all. Once again, that's Trent Barrett. So he wasn't working in the shadows, masterminding everything. No, no, okay. no. That's, it, so it he's was, not that good. Well, it was, no, it was Trent's team last year, and now he's inherited team. And what's the first two fucking moves he makes? Flicks fucking Lewis Brown and Frank Winterstein. So automatically, he's already fucking endeared himself to the fan base with two fucking roster moves already. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a slow start to the season just by virtue of the fact that fucking preseason took a toll. Um, however, the team's back together. He's got fucking Brett Stewart. I think Turbo's game will go to another level with Brett Stewart fucking telling him. I would love him to try and like mold him into the player that you know controlled the defense and all that sort of thing and did a lot of talking and and you know and game planning and things like that behind the line on the defensive side of things um, to bring their defense up because their defense is fucking not good enough last year. I mean, on their day last year, though, I mean, you look at most of the teams in the top eight and they not only beat them, you know, at least once through a season, but some of them they fucking pounded. So um, they certainly they, they certainly can win games. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think that they're going to uh, do a great lot. I mean, they'll definitely improve this year because they've got a coach. Um, Will not make the finals. Absolute fucking capitulation. Yeah, I, they, you know, you never know. They might, but they'll certainly improve on last year. That's that's a, for one. That's a fucking certainty that they'll improve because yeah, they've got a coach now. Yeah. Um, whereas last year they just had this 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 sexy fucking furniture provider. Yeah. So um, so look, they're certainly going to improve. Um, they got some fucking amazing players in the side. They got some fucking young players, and this is the other thing too. I hope fucking Desi brings some of the young players through. Whereas, because like these, you know, some of these young guys were there last year, but Barrett would just, you know, use Lewis Brown. The other thing, instead. Tony, Tony Abbott's going to lose his seat at the next election. Oh, thank fuck. Yeah, but that means you won't have anyone of any prominence as your local member. So you don't get any additional funding. The new local member will fucking, will hook them up. Uh, they know, what they look, they want to get in. They know what they got to do. This is the way it's, it's the way it fucking works. We already got the funding and we're going to have a center of excellence and everything. Fucking it's tremendous. And uh, so, yeah, look forward to that. Um, and, you know, the, I guess the, the next five-year plan starts this year. I'll tell you what. Grand final by year four, win good, by year that's five. That's a good feeling, though. What's that? Well, we're doing it in order of how they finish. We're up to Manly, so we're nearly done. We are. Because the fucking rabble shit cunt club fought out for the spoon. The Parramatta Eels. Yeah. 
Yeah. I can't think of any fucking possible reasons for any optimism from from a Parramatta Eels fan. Norman's gone, but Kaiser's he wasn't. But, but like, but Norman, how much did he really play anyway for the Eels? Yeah, I mean, there was. You remember? Do you remember all the, the like the, the way he used to run to the line when he was playing for the Broncos? Yep. When he give when he gave a fuck. Yeah. And like 100%. and like for the Eels, he would just sort of he would sidle up to the line. And then, like, a metre or two before he got to it, he just dished to some fucking yeah. forward running That's on an it. angle straight into the teeth of the defence, yep. you know, get tackled pretty much beside him. Yeah. Like, so, no, I guess, so, okay, so maybe him... stuff yep. that was said about Parramatta last year was fucking the absolute giant balls on Brown to go in and fucking fight three weight divisions above what he should be. Yep. Yep. That, that was the only thing. You'd sit down and you'd watch Parramatta games and you'd go, fucking hell, that cunt is dragging this team. And even he's injured for the start of the season. Yep. I mean, they, like, so. they've, they've got Sean Lane and, uh, you know, you'll remember what I said about you know, uh, his, his, his football IQ. So we'll see if you'll, what, we'll see what he can do at Parramatta and see if he can find someone who uh, who can basically fucking walk him through the ins and outs of his lines and defensive yeah. like the, like Sherry did last year for him, and uh, which made him look good enough to uh, you know earn more money than he was on. Um, they've yeah. still got they've still got the oh, super yeah. coach Brad Arthur, best young coach in the game. Who and and Parramatta are where Newcastle are. Great footy mind, Brad Arthur. They say. What is it? It's misshapen. <laughs> Okay, previews for week one, round one of the 2019 NRL season kicking off. Well, they say the season starts on Thursday night, but it's Melbourne versus Storm, so really, who gives a fuck? Sorry, Melbourne versus Brisbane, so who gives a fuck? Yeah, that's it. Um, down at the Korean Housewife, the Broncos take on the Storm. Um, Fucking hell. J. Rome Hughes takes on the fullback spot for the Melbourne Storm following the retirement of Billy Slater. Um, what have we got here for the Broncos? Gillett in at lock. Bird in at centre. Honestly, I am going. Well, it's fucking hard. I hate to. I hate to refer to trial form because trial form is bullshit. Like, yeah, who gives a fuck? But the Broncos have looked a bit fucking slow to come together in the trials. Yeah. Playing against like Queensland Cup you opposition, would, you, you would have to say. If you have to pick between the Storm and anyone to be better prepared round one, mm-hmm. you would pick the Storm, and they're yep. playing at home, so I'm so, going Storm. Yeah, and this is the thing. Week one, no one knows shit about shit anyway. We're not, we don't even know what these fucking sides are going to look exactly. like, you know. Knights versus the Sharks in Newcastle, but for the same reason that you said for the first game, I just you'd, I know that the Sharks can defend, yes. and I know the Sharks have got a good fucking forward pack. Yep. And in, at this stage of the season... Someone that can get in and frustrate a team that's already trying to come together. Sharks. And what the fuck did SESE do in the off season in Newcastle? Didn't punch a cab driver, that's for sure. But what, what's it, what's he do to miss the twenty one? Herman, no, yeah. he was done for. Yeah, he did. He punched someone. Yeah, but it's like there's no no stand down or any of that shit. Yeah, because he wasn't drunk and he didn't rape him. Yeah, yeah. So what's he done? So what's he done to, to miss the fucking twenty one then? If he's not been stood down, no, that's what I'm saying. Of... He's been stood down. He, yeah, I haven't had anything about him stood down though. Okay. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy for you to, to fucking present me with something where he was stood down. But I, that's that's one of the ones in a long list that I did not hear. 
Anyway, I'm going. To, I'm going the sharks. I know the knights are going to be all you know tails up in the air and everything. Yeah. Isn't it funny that the way they've arranged the rounds that um that it's the knights fan base versus the sharks fan base in week one. That's it. Straight up. Yeah. Didn't even make us wait for it. We can just fucking delete our Twitter app already. Um, the Roosters taking on the Rabbits, Sydney Cricket Ground. Oh, there you go. Hang on. Just uh, yep. there, there was a, a story out a couple of hours ago. Okay. What are they saying? Um, yeah, the the Nathan Brown, based on preseason form. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he was the, the forward to miss out. There you go. See how long that lasts. Right. Did he not punch someone though? Am I imagining that? I, like, I want to say he did something, but I don't know if it was anything. Yeah. It wasn't a woman, and it wasn't with his penis, and he didn't tape it, yeah. so it maybe it didn't happen. That's it. Fucking good on him. Roosters versus rabbits. SCG. Continuity roosters. So therefore. Yeah, Roosters had a good World Cup, World Club Challenge. Mm-hmm. But just like just the con, I mean, the Rabbitohs. Like one of the the big questions I have and the, uh, the stories of this off season. Last season, off season, it was all the halves and shit flying around everywhere, and everyone swapping yeah, halfbacks and it. stuff. This year, it's the the coach swap. Yep. With uh with the the Rabbits and, and the Broncos. Yep. So we will. It remains to be seen what's going to happen. Um. Is the thing. Roosters yeah. got the continuity. You got to go. But yeah, in round one, yeah. I'm very happy to go I, that way. I think, and it's something we didn't discuss in the Rabbits yep. team preview. I think Wayne will do well. Like, remember what Wayne did with Jamie Sowett? Yes. Like man, man can work with a fragile half. Yeah. Like mentally fragile. Half. Yeah, mentally fragile. But yeah. I mean, um, he's got he's got physically fragile now. Yeah. So he's a fucking miracle worker. Uh, I think it'll take time, Roosters yep. as well. It'll take time for him to fucking. Uh, Get that regimen of drinking milk <laughs> instilled in Adam Reynolds. <laughs> milk with every meal. <laughs> um, the A2 stuff too, not the regular. <laughs> the do- doggies take on the Warriors, Mount Smart. In the kissed on the dick cup, Warriors. Yeah, yeah well, you know, the, the doggies could spring an upset here just in the wake of the, 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 dis- the disarray for... You know, Sean Johnson's departure. We've got the um we've got um Blake Ashford in the fucking side. Imagine that. True. And uh and the injury to um Bully. Right when they needed a bit of uh you know, a bit of seniority and a bit of a bit of experience and shit yeah, just to get them through cool. this this little adjustment period without, you know, the you know, they're arguably their best player over the last sort of, you know, I'm, decade. I'm, st- I'm still tipping the Warriors. I think you have to just because the dogs have—they've uh, given no one any reason. Mm. Like, there's nothing they've done in the off season to give you any yeah. reason for hope if you're That's a fan. Uh, but you know, look, I will just will say that it wouldn't surprise me if the Warriors came out as an absolute total yeah, fucking sh- shambles. And uh, yeah, the um, Tigers take on the mighty Manly Seagulls. What another fucking like game. This is the like through through injury. This game is like there's some fucking genuine New South Wales Cup talent on display both sides here. <laughs> also proves that the NRL is years behind the eight ball culturally. Where, where was this round one matchup fucking five years ago? Oh well, it actually was though. Oh, was it the first game? The first well, not five years ago, but it would have been maybe ten or eleven. 
one of those years it was because that was like whenever whenever Lottie yeah. was starting up for the Tigers. Whenever Lottie, oh, like that first, that, that first, so maybe maybe that was the first year ever, or maybe the second year ever of the show, like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's it it, is, it hasn't been the first time. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it should have been Penrith this year. Yeah, exactly. Fucking hell. But you know, I'm much, I'm I'm much more, I'm much happier to have the Tigers <laughs> when you got the injuries in the side that yeah. we have than yeah. the Panthers because although it would be delightful to play against a side featuring Frank Winnerstein for the shooter falling out of the foot. I tell you what. Yes. It's at Leichhardt. I'm tipping the Tigers. I think that I think the Tigers should be favourite just by virtue of Leichhardt is a place where you they know they, a leg. where they should fucking play every home game. Yeah, I mean, I know they've got you know there's there's commercial you know sensibilities and the fact that they need to appease the the richer the west west side of the merger so they don't get turned into the fucking magpies and killed off like the North Sydney Bears. How fucking sad is that that the west side is the rich the rich side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially when the other side is is Balmain. If they and if they're they, the fucking and they're the Pov side. If they weren't, you know, and now they've got fucking Barry O'Farrell. What's he going to do? Just sell the assets? That's what liberal yeah. people do, isn't it? He's probably got a couple of bottles of red that he can, you yeah, know, a couple of little granges he can fucking auction off. Um. So yeah, look, I think the Tigers should deserve to start favourite uh, just by virtue of Correct. the fact that it's their home ground. Uh, it, there's no doubt that losing losing their their experienced and long tenured captain Mbai <laughs> is going to hit them hard because I mean my God how are they going to ever fucking survive without Mbai as their captain they're so used to it, um, and it yes. does it and it, it does hearten me that uh, that Benji and Robbie are in the side, uh, it certainly gives the sniff, uh, <laughs> but um and look yeah you know, forward pack is fucking I'm I'm happy with it I feel like our starting forward pack is uh, is uh, close to as good as it, as good as it can be uh, the back line's obviously ravaged by injury and there's, there's a lot of fucking question marks over there yeah I'm um, I'm just going to be com- interested to see if fucking Des Ball is alive and well mm-hmm. this this game will give a clear indication of what the rest of your season will be but yeah well yeah it's too early to say that but remember the other thing there's a, a couple of things that have come out over the last like say five or six years. One is like Des goes to the the dogs, and he got a couple of grand finals there, but they really had f- not a lot of anything. Mm. The style of play was weird. Yep. And then you had last year we had that Watmo fucking spill his guts interview with um yeah, you know, and then he says, oh yeah, fucking the Stewarts fucking created everything, and so now Des goes back at Manly. And the fucking first thing he does is get back Donnie, you know, Donnie for the yeah. you know, strength and conditioning. Then I think he might get, he gets like Crusher back or whatever, and he brings the old crew back together. And then what does he do? He brings in fucking Brett Stewart for the backs coach. So maybe the fucking, maybe the miss, the, the, the missing knows? piece yeah. from Desi's skills that's it. that it wasn't apparent at the doggies, maybe that's, you know, miraculously back with that's him it. again. And who fucking knows? But, um, Oh yeah, my god! Tigers. Oh, video referee Henry Paranara. So let's hope they fucking award him on the field because we're not getting any fucking, <laughs> we're not getting any nugget fucking tries. Uh, the Cowboys take on the Dragons up at thirteen hundred teeth. Dragons. Yep. I just uh, well, that back line for the Cowboys looks pretty fucking threadbare. Yes. Jeez. Like I like Tamari and I like Morgan, but holy fuck, the rest of it doesn't instill me with a great deal of confidence. Yeah, correct. Uh, and yeah, their forward pack looks fine as well. I mean, they're at home. However, dragons round one, we're going on continuity. Yep. And uh, and t- 2018 essentially, and yep. and uh, I, I assume the dragons will come out uh, pretty strong. Panthers take on the Eels. <laughs> Panthers. 
Anyone take on the Eels? Look, the eels, t- eels touched us up in a trial last week. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, well, trial form is, is is a rich vein of form. Manly actually beat East, so we're actually the defending champions now with a linear <laughs> title holders. So, uh, uh, yeah, Penrith. <laughs> Penrith, I uh, don't... Yeah. Fucking hell, what another AIDS game. Titans and Raiders. <sighs> yeah, AIDS at full strength, let's be honest. But I'll, t- I mean, I'll tell you what, they've done that thing. You ever had like a service station microwave hamburger when you haven't eaten for two days? Yeah. That's what this round of NRL is. I'll just be so glad there's footy back. I'll eat this shit up and lick the bag. Well, that's it, isn't it? Especially after the off-season. I yeah. mean, well, NRL chaos is fucking great, but I mean, let's get some fucking... F- I mean, well, that, that's that's the funny thing. Like, I was, I was thinking, you know, in the off-season... I was trying to stay away from all the footy shit. I was just like, I was just fucking yeah. so burned out. I just need to get away from it. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I ignored everything that fucking happened up to a point. And then, you know, sure enough, the trials come on and, you know, I was like, oh, we got some fucking idiot commentating. You know, there's this annoying voice commentating yeah. a fucking trial on NRL.com. And sure enough, you're sitting there with your phone fucking watching all the trials. Yep. Like a, like a fucking junkie. Like crack. Exactly. Exactly. It's fucking chasing the fucking dragon of league again. Um, so that's it. That's, that's round one. Do we, do we say who's going to win this game? I don't fucking care. Um, Seabus. Fuck. Titans. I just don't give a fuck about this game. And I'm going to fucking watch it like a stupid fucking drunkie cunt. Um, yeah. I don't know. Man. I don't want to pick the Titans. Why? why? Yeah. But really, no, no Rapana. Yeah, yep, yep. You know, half yep. the punch gone out of their forward pack. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Titans. Titans. There you go, Titans fans. Enjoy it. It will hopefully be the only time I say that this year. Okay, mailbagged to kick it off for the year. Uh, took it to the Facebook group, and there's going to be a lot of that happening this year as well because it's just easier to, you know, put up a topic and then just have like threaded comments underneath it just for the organizational, you know. And we and can that's delete all, we, all the fucking stupid ones. We can delete the stupid ones, and we can, and, and, and also. If we want to fucking eradicate, you know, dickheads and fucking negativity and and just general aggravating shit, we don't have to mute anything. It's just like, it's a fucking closed group. You know, if you're a cunt, don't apply. Yeah. If you're you're fucking chill, come on in. Fucking ass. If you're chill chill and you turn into a cunt, the fuck out. (laughs) It's, um... Yeah, so it's it's just a much easier just the threading thing. It's just it's so much easier. Like I just noticed when when people would put an article up and then you know people would comment on that article and then and the, the discussion doesn't get muddled or anything because boom the next story comes up people yeah. comment on that That's and it's, it. you know it's just it's just so much easier to fucking digest when you're combing through looking for comments and stuff like that. We still love Twitter and we'll still fucking. Oh, I fucking hate it. It's a fucking cesspool. Yeah. And I would love to delete my fucking. Delete my Twitter account. I got banned honestly. from Twitter for the first time. Yeah, I copped a ban. I copped a ban. And it was because I called. Dude, I called Darren Lockyer a redneck cunt for saying something racist about Pacific Islanders. But you didn't. He's not on Twitter, so you didn't actually tweet to Darren Lockyer. No. Who were you in a conversation with someone no. else who? Well, you, know, you just threw it out the, there. The in tweet Twitter. says Darren Lockyer just said Pacific Islanders aren't known for their endurance. Yeah. Fuck off, you redneck cunt. Yeah. I was talking to fucking Levius on Twitter, 
uh, about the UFC that was in uh, Australia a couple of weeks ago, and um, the guy who was challenging an Australian for the title uh, looked like he had like fucking staff on his skin, like on his, like is clearly a fucking staff infection, and you're like, oh, that's fucking disgusting. And I said, that fucking filthy cunt needs to fucking take a bath in bleach. Didn't even tweet at the guy. Didn't even use his fucking full name. I think he used his first name. Yeah. And so Twitter's like fucking that tweet. You know that you got to delete that tweet and you got to you got to take twelve hours, or you can appeal. I was like, fuck you. Yeah. I'll take the fucking. I'll take the appeal. And if you delete my account, suck my dick. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I got another eight. <laughs> and in the end, of, you know, it fucking blew, it blew over. That's it. Um, anyway, the question we put out there uh, this afternoon was. Um, wanted people to uh, I believe the way I worded it was something in the lines of I want to hear the lock of the year not the position the the lock the 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 eventuality that you are absolutely fucking certain that you will bet your house on that you will bet your left nut or flap on happening so do you have something to offer no I didn't even see the question I was flying so, okay so some of the ones that came through predictably uh, I'm just going to use first names because I don't know how people are with their privacy of their names and shit um, so we got Matt says uh, Tigers to decline and finish ninth. there you go very predictable uh, Lynn Des coach of the year very likely I'm fucking drunk Josh says Titans for the spoon well that's is, a uh, fucking big call in a competition that has both Parramatta and Canterbury yeah and you know and this this uh, this miss, this team of un, so far unquantified destruction of the warriors yeah if they could yeah. fucking they could sink like a rock you know yeah. you know um mario uh, ennis to be the first grade coach of either cronulla or canberra by the end of the season i like that one he's put it on there um michael says i raiders to come bottom four and uh steve says greenberg will attempt to use the no fault policy on another player before june 30 i think that's a fucking like guarantee yeah I don't know how I read that. Is he saying that Greenberg is overstepping his power? No, no. I think he's saying that there's going to be something's going to happen. Someone's going to pretty get... cut and dry. It's not that he'll attempt to use it. Yeah, he's like someone. It's that he. Yeah, well, he he will use. Or he, he might be it. saying, which is right. I'll give you that. That there is that condition of what is it? If it's a, over a certain, if it's eleven years. Yeah, yeah. Potential jail time. It's yep. automatic. Yep. And if it's under that, it's at his discretion. Correct. I stand corrected. What you've said makes perfect sense. Okay, uh, Danny said, this This is very specific, and uh, Danny says, at least four more rape accusations. This does not include pending cases, but nice, fresh, violent rape accusations. Yeah, fucking hell. A lot of people didn't read the fine print about putting their fucking left nut on the line. I mean, there's some people going for some specific and out there fucking scenarios. Uh, Paul Green, uh, Brad says, Paul Green to be the first coach sacked. I think he's potentially one of the first two. I think he's he, there's there's definitely two on the lo- block. I'd say maybe three, three max. I'd say Ricky Stewart and Paul Green, because Brad Arthur. I mean, I feel like if they were going to fucking sack yeah, him, he's I mean, it would have Teflon, isn't he? Teflon. Uh, Sam says also Tigers finish sixth and make it to the preliminary finals. Sam, you're a fucking lunatic. Yep. Uh, Chapo, Brad Arthur won't get sacked. That's his prediction. I think you're actually close to the money. Uh, Timmy, Timmy McIntyre, we all know him. Para to finish higher than the Tigers, Seagulls, and Panthers. You want to put a bet on that, Timmy? Lord Varus, he's going to be the <laughs> grand final weekend when we come to collect. You have to honour your bets. Tyler said South to miss the eight. Oof, tough one. Ben says uh, Perth Sharks. Oh, I don't know about that. Um, what else have we got? 
Ian said uh, the top try scorer for the year is not a winger. Didn't didn't speculate on who it may be, but uh, who was it last year? Was it Fuss? Yeah, was it? Fuck man, so long ago. Why are you bring up old shit? Isaac said new coach at the Yields by season's end. So there's a lot of fucking direct. Direct opposition uh, of some of these theories. Uh, Norts, Gallon to medically retire, one game short of equaling the record. Medically retire. Chris said Newcastle will miss the eight. Ponga hype will be worse than Moylan hype, and all of NRL Twitter will be death riding him. I agree with everything he said in that second sentence. Where they miss the eight, those up for debate. But yeah. that first that first part is 100%. Yeah. Uh, Troy says, My prediction of the year is stepdad gets topped off by Rick DeMillion. <laughs> He's like the guy, like the used car guy, isn't he? He wouldn't use car. He was the fucking car guy. Yeah. So what? But, but how's he killing motherfuckers all of a sudden? Was he? Was he mobbed up or something? I don't know. I don't know if he was. I've, I don't know anything. Of his, I don't know anything of his story. What's his story? Oh, I don't remember. Did he get? Was he doing like contracts and shit? Or I said something about it on the show. Like oh, it came up in the news. Because I was like, because like, yeah, I mean, you're getting, you're getting ricked a million fucking yeah every week. Yeah, man. Yep. Um, getting rick rolled, Ashley. Cam Smith to get binned for trying to do the ref job at least once. They said, I'm, in brackets, I'm hoping for three. Fuck yeah. Maybe this year was just like the general public sentiment, the way it's turned against Cam Smith. That's uh, potentially possible. Yeah. Um, Kim said, just for our dads, Panthers and Manly and Tigers all miss the top eight. Fuck Ooh. you. What do you, do you fucking like getting belted by your dad? Yeah. Levius said, Bryce Cartwright's kid to catch that autism virus that's going around. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Clevo, someone from Twill Nation will streak Lang Park by Saturday night, 9pm, Magic Round. Fucking well done to Clevo for um, officially christening... Our grand final venue. The, what's it called? Edinburgh, Edinburgh Castle. Castle Hotel. Yes. Yep. That's the sort of content you can find in the Facebook group. <laughs> uh, ben says, the Roosters to back it up. Brian says, Queensland 3-0. and Seabold elected Prime Minister. You've lost both balls with that one, my friend. Yeah. Uh, Shanta said, uh, Storms to still make the top four, but go out in straight sets. Ooh, that's Plausible. brave. Plausible. Graham says, Michael Morgan for Dally M, he's paying $41 load up. Ain't got no fucking thirst and mooching off his points this year. I was, yeah, I was just going to say. That's, uh... There's not too many people mooching off his points this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitch says the left nut bed of the year with so many jumping on the Knights to do well I still see them rudderless and with terrible depth Knights will finish bottom four oh, that is a fucking bold call sir um, David said Melbourne will just miss the eight finishing ninth on points differential seven eight nine all on equal wins no so they'll, specific when you <laughs> such a they'll lead they'll lead you should you'd be better off saying they'll either finish eighth or tenth hmm. it's like those buildings that don't have a thirteenth floor yeah not, well, not, yeah. Ninth just isn't available. Yeah, exactly. Um, Carsten, Paul Gallon to retire before he's the biggest loser. Another one of those. Well, see, here's the thing. We, we're prepping in the background through friends of the show. Yes. Our very own Sharks homage. Commemorative print. Of Paul Gallon being the fucking losingest loser <laughs> in the history of the game. Which will go on sale Channel 9 style the day after it happens. <laughs> the fucking minute the, the <laughs> hooter blows. <laughs> um, and so like, and Lim- so, limited to only 10,000 pieces. And, 
so we're we're going to basically you know th- probably throw throw something up on the Facebook every every week for um in terms of like you know a question or whatever because like I said it's easy to fucking organise our uh, memberships we we have finalised what's going in them we just need to finalise the price now so uh, this year we have decided that we are going to do Apollo Apollo shirt, shirt Apollo shirt not been, a stick. yeah not a you know well, yeah I feel that's very niche Apollo mallet yeah. they call them mallets. I think you mallet, maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know. Fucking Polo. But, um, no, because we're a rugby league theme show, we would probably have to call it a rape hammer. Yeah, true. <laughs> a rat bag booter. <laughs> a, rat ba- a rat bag boot stick. That's <laughs> the rat booter. Mjolnir, the, the rat bag boot stick. <laughs> um, sounds like the worst rockabilly band ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking what else we put in there? Little mini footy, a mini footy, um, keep a cup, keep cup. Whatever you, what do you, what whatever you, the hippies call them. A fucking thing to get your coffee in, so you don't kill dolphins and shit. Man, I love drinking my coffee out of cardboard and plastic, but apparently, fucking not good for the environment. Yeah, I ask them to double cup it, even when I get an iced one. <laughs> but no, so we're going, we're going to do something that's infinitely worse for the environment if you elected to throw it away after a single use however <laughs> it's designed to be used multiple times yes so um plus the plus the, the regular you know stickers and all the other sort of stuff that's going in there so the polo shirt has been something that's been requested year on year uh, quite a bit and um it, it'll be classy so you'll be able to wear it to work if you're working that sort of shit yep yep it's not going to have like you know hashtag you know you know, receptacle cum dumpsters down the back of it or anything like that. It's going to be... Yeah. The, the Keep Cup will say official coffee receptacle. Yes, and we need to... Need to figure out the the design, stuff like that. I mean, whether we do something, you know, uh, because this is this is the 10th year. So whether we do something, you know, to, to commemorate the 10th Look, year... I'm just putting not. it out there. We'll put a normal membership out. Yep. And then we'll do something else... For a 10-year thing. For a 10-year. Okay. I'd love a retro-style jersey. Yeah, yeah. It's we'll hard, to, hard, hard to achieve. We'll see. Hard to do and and hard to do and hard to do in such a way that it's not prohibitively expensive. But yeah, we will certainly have the conversation and see what we can figure out. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think that is it for the general. That's us. It's not us. It's not us. But that's it for the mailbag stuff. I think and general memberships. <laughs> so the membership stuff will be. We'll, we'll figure out the prices and have them on sale by the end of the week, I would say. And, uh, you know, designs and whatever forthcoming as well. But you guys know that we always fucking bring the goods. So, uh, yeah, and basically getting them early, getting getting them sorted early this year. Because usually yeah, we fuck fucking, yeah. usually it's April before we fucking figure out what we're even going to do. But this year, thanks to the wonderful Facebook group, we, uh, the market. Got that shit early. The market, the, the market was questioned. The market responded. <coughs> and uh, there you go. That's what's going to be in there. So, that is it. That's full time for episode three oh nine. That's a, so. This year's gonna. This is gonna be the first year in a little while where there's not gonna be. You know, it's a tenth year anniversary year sort of thing. Mm. But uh, we're not gonna. Usually we hit. You know, it's about thirty five episodes a year, so we're not gonna hit any milestone numbers on the episodes this year. Because mm. like last year we had the the three hundred year before we hit mm. two fifty. Mm. So there you go. But so we've got the 10th year thing anyway. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League. Get on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League for our page. The group on Facebook is hashtag, like hashtag symbol, 
Twill Nation, and uh, you know we can uh, you know furnish a link or whatever on the site for for you guys to get in there and uh, and do that. And uh, we're usually pretty quick in terms of when we get notified of people requesting to join the group. We're pretty quick to to green light those. Uh, Don't be a cunt and read the room. Yeah, exactly. Just, just don't. The, the fucking general rules just don't be a cunt. And uh, you know, unfortunately, on you know, on Twitter, you can't enforce the, that rule. The so, only thing, and this isn't fucking hard. Just as a guide for it to put in there, go and look at what Chapo's posting. And as long as your posts are fucking better than his, which isn't fucking hard, it's okay. Yeah, well, the the easiest guideline on what to post in there is um, post stuff about rugby league. I mean, fucking. This is not fucking brain surgery, right? So, it's that simple. And yeah, and, and don't be a cunt. And if you can't, you get fucking smacked. That's it. Yeah, you fucking pull you, pull you to the ground by your fucking hair. Give you some fucking jittery jackhammer sex. Yep. And call you rat bag. Yep. And we'll boot you the fucking slut out of the room. <laughs> um, what else? iTunes, of course, giving us a review and subscribing on iTunes are the best ways that you can uh, you can support the show. Uh, thanks to Apple and their fucking uh, black box, uh, non-transparent fucking criteria for ranking. Um, so take yourself to iTunes in the podcast section. Go to the sports and recreation category. Check out what's hot. You'll see our logo there. Clicking there. Choose a rating. Leave a review. Thank you very much. Tipping is back on this year. If you were in the tipping competition last year, you will be in there again this year. It does roll over unless you choose to leave the group. If you are new to the show and want to join the tipping, um, go to uh, footytips.com.au forward slash comps forward slash twill 2019 T-W-I-L-2019. The link will be on the Twitter. We'll throw it in the Facebook group and everything like that as well. So you guys can grab that if you, um, you know, too fucking deaf to fucking listen to what I just said and type it in. You need to click a link and shit. Happy to do that. Supercoach. This year, we decided, fuck, fuck Supercoach. Super exactly. Uh, for starters, the Daily the daily Telegraph is a fucking cunt circus in the first place. Yeah. And supporting those, it just doesn't fucking Isn't sit it? well. Yeah. Here's the thing. This year, my fucking mantra yep. is this, if cunts don't click, mm-hmm. then there is no bait. Yeah. Right? Because here's the thing. And- and I sat down with somebody and they explained it to me in fucking black and white over the off season and it makes absolute fucking perfect sense. Media mm-hmm. is a business. Yes. And businesses need to make money. Mm-hmm. And even all of these people, we, we're naturally accepting of other rugby league fans. We just mm-hmm. think that because they're fans of rugby league and we look at them and we go, fucking how lucky are you to have a job that revolves around rugby league? Yep. We think that they would... Be like us and have the game's best interest at heart and other fans' best interests and, and the progression of of the game and, and the culture of rugby league because it's done good things for us. Yep. The shitty reality is that if you write a technical article about rugby league or if you write an informative article about rugby league, then you'll get clicks by fans of the team. Yep. By people interested in the subject. Yeah, and just like just like general nerds of the game. That's it. Yep. If you write a hyped up, fucking, salacious fucking yeah, salacious standing, scandal yep. story. Yep. You'll get all of the rugby league fans. You'll get the casual fans, and you will also get the people who do not like rugby. The league. brain dead cunts who watch maths. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you'll get the people who. 
they might be those AFL fans that hate rugby league. They might be the soccer. Oh, you want to, and you want to get the, and the you get rugby league fans, the outrage clickers. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, code wars clickers. So here's the thing. Yeah. Those rugby league journo's, it's in their best interest to have the outrage merchants on their stories. Yeah. You know? Um, that's one thing I want to really be fucking militant about. Don't post clickbait fucking links in the Facebook group. A couple yep. of people have got their head around it yep. and they'll post screenshots that you can't fucking click on and yep. go, look at this bullshit title. There's nothing in the article about it. Yep. Yep. But don't put clickbait shit in there. Yep. It's fucking horrible. Be the change that you want to see. That's it. And uh, and it's funny. The, the thing is, like, I was all like, fuck Supercoach, like, you know, a week ago when it was coming up and people were, like, asking about it. And I was like, nah, fuck it. And I was, like, yep. last year, I was, over, I was over it three years ago. It's kind of, you know, grudgingly, you know, pushed through and, yeah. and provided it. And I'm happy to provide a Supercoach group by which people who play can rank themselves within a Tool Nation hierarchy. That's fine. The group for that is 103734. So get in there, join that, and, you know, we'll be able to, you know, do the overall ranking thing. But, like, the days of us providing, like, 20 fucking competitions for people to fill up are long gone. That. But as a fucking t- Shalamalan twist... Gus Gould fucking implodes and deletes Twitter, not because of fucking like him being abused, but because people respectfully disagreeing that super coach and fantasy football is a good thing for the sport of rugby league, you know, in terms of like engagement and whatnot. And so you get all these guys that are like, you know, previous winners of super coach and fucking, you know, all, you know, this sort of things defending it to him. And he just cracks the shits and like, Oh, super coach is fucking terrible. And, and fantasy football sucks. And it's not bringing anything to the game. It's not bringing new people to the game. It's not doing anything for the kids. I mean, not that anyone said it was doing anything for the fucking kids anyway, because yeah, you know, fucking hell. I mean, Fortnite's fucking way more fun than Supercoach, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> fucking Smash Brothers and shit. Anyway, so almost despite Gus Gould, I almost want to do Supercoach now, but I will not. I will, I will remain firm. Don't be <laughs> passive-aggressive to my Gus. Fuck your Gus and his fucking eight-year, fucking five-year plans and shit. And tired-ass fucking coaches and... Fucking Snapchat... <laughs> <laughs> that's what he should be railing against that's what's not good for the kids yeah fucking Penrith players on Snapchat and getting fucking sent around yeah, the village yeah Gu- Gus thinks fantasy football is people fucking on tape that play for Penrith <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah oh I've seen that fantasy football that's that game where you boot the slut <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Um. so yeah so, and anyway Gus is apparently I think he's deleted his Twitter again I didn't follow him because you know what it's just fucking aggravating when someone keeps deleting their account. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, especially when he comes back as something different every time. Like, yes. I'm not going to... Motherfucker, learn how it works. Log in on the down low, reactivate your shit, and just you know, keep it alive, you know. Meh. <sighs> Fuck, that's two and a half hours. It is. There's one more thing There's one more thing we have to address before the end of this episode. I mean, fucking putting it off because I've been dreading this fucking moment. But um, over the over the off-season break, uh, you will recall that uh, on the Twilly um, last the, the Twilly Awards last year, we awarded the um, the uh, First Lady Award to uh, Tater Chips um, arbitrarily, rather you know, and avoiding the vote sort of thing. Um, because you know she was going through some health problems and stuff at the time, and um, and so we just, uh, thought we would throw support and everything like that. Anyway, so she uh, she did overcome those that particular 
health problem, you know, not long after, like a week or so after that. But um, ended up in hospital again uh, mid-December and uh, almost two months ago to the day we actually lost her. And um, so I just wanted to acknowledge that and I didn't have anything written down here so I don't really know what I'm going what I'm going to say and what I'm supposed to say but um suffice to say that uh you know we were close to her I was I was very close to her and uh she's one of the closest people to me uh in my life and um so it's been a very fucking um difficult uh two months and I've been dreading fucking doing the show because I knew it would be something that would have to, you know, have to be addressed uh, on the show. And I'm, you know, I'm, you know, not particularly feeling, you know, feeling up to doing it. But um, we, we've done nothing but talk about a lot of negative shit and about a lot of absolute shit cunt human beings for the last two hours. Every now and again, you're lucky that for some reason the universe puts in your path somebody who can single-handedly restore your faith in humanity while at the same time giving you perspective on how lucky you are in your life. Mm -hmm. And whilst doing all that, just be a fucking fun person to be around Mm -hmm. despite circumstances that would give you every excuse to be a bitter, twisted son of a bitch. Um... So you, I, I, we, Glenn, other people close to the show can be nothing but thankful um, that for some reason we had the grace for for Taters to be part of our world. Yep, and that was well said. It's, it's been better said than I could I could ever say. We've probably known her for a fucking long time, like probably eight, you know, maybe you know, ten years, and you know, really close in the last two years, and. Um, and so, I mean, a lot of people, I know a lot of, a lot of you guys who listen to the show also like interact with her, interacted with her, um, online. And so, I mean, and, you know, no doubt that if you, if you did, you, you know, you would have liked her and, and seen, you know, got a window into, um, in, into the sort of person she was. And I mean, and if, you know, if you knew her in person, you know, it was impossible not to love her, um, and so we're going. We will be doing something when it comes down to the the first lady. I expect we'll be doing something with it in the Twillies ongoing. I mean, there was talk where people wanted to, you know, do we do we retire the award, or is it, you know is it hers in perpetuity? Uh, do we name it after? Do we name? Her? I think, we'll, and I think we'll name it after her. Um, whether it's a name or the taterships, I'm not sure what, which way we go about it, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't really have many okay. words on this, to, to be honest. Uh, you know what? Yeah, life life's not fair. No. Appreciate life, what you got. Yeah, life is, yeah, fucking that's it. Yeah, appreciate the people that you have in your life and uh, make sure you leave, you know, nothing unsaid because, uh, you know, one day, you know, you never know, you never fucking know which way things are going to go. And, um, yeah, and obviously uh, all of my condolences and, and thoughts to the family i've become close to uh her brother will over the last uh couple of months um which has been you know a help uh, hopefully for you know for him as well and uh, i believe he's uh going to start listening to the show so um i just want to make it clear to him that um 
Parramatta is still a fucking organisation of cunts, and I hope they get the spoon forever, despite the fact that um, it would be nice if they would fucking pull their fingers out of their asses and do something for fucking Kate. Mm. The end. So that's it. Did it. That's it. Good stuff. Episode one in the bag. Uh, good to be back. And uh, motherfuckers, tweet us. Hit us on the Facebook. And uh, if your uh, team is uh, not playing manly, I wish you the best of luck this weekend. Enjoy the footy, you fucking ratbags. <laughs> Boot it. Boot it.